Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I'm going to say 500,000 experience because I'm going to... You're not 50. I'm not 50. Um, okay. And uh, <laughs> going to try and open some gifts to get that experience. Should we all do that? You're not level 50. You're not level 50? You're That's okay. 50. I, wear, I, I wear that with pride. <laughs> not level 50? <laughs> you could be level 50. Y'all, y'all are level right. 50? <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Don't be late to these important dates in Season 11. Soon you won't even need a court to board like a master. Candela wasn't horsing around and gave us two additional bonuses. So pop it incense as we are special guests. And more on this episode of GoCast. Welcome to the GoCast Podcast, episode 236. It's May 16th, yet another Tuesday, not evening, it's afternoon for us. Um, I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? Um, okay. L- that, a little bit stressed out. Distressed. Yeah. Before this show. <laughs> but we'll, um, we'll make it through. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're here. We've also got some special guests, but before we get to all the excitement there, really quick, let's cover our our goals. Um, yes, we did not record last week, uh, which was fine, kind of, I guess, because there was like no news whatsoever, except for like a couple of things that we'll cover here that were unofficial news, but still topic worthy. Anyway, Kyle, you wanted to get a shiny cleavort. Did you manage? I did. Just one. Okay, I mean that counts. That that that, that yeah. gets the line item, I guess. Mega progress. I did. We're wow, so, we're so close on so many right now. It's great. <laughs> and inventory restock. Are you are you getting a three out of three? Uh, I'm gonna say no because I did some, but not it, not not enough. This is where I would put in some frustration with the game, but I think maybe we'll move on so we can introduce everybody before I air my frustration <laughs> there will last be week. Plenty of room for grievances and the like. Don't you worry. Um, I, here's one right now, actually. Um, hatch 50 eggs. Yeah, I did that. I actually hatched like 100 <laughs> eggs, 110 oh eggs since the last God. time we recorded. But did I get a larvesta? No, did not. <laughs> not a single, not a single one, but I did get like two shiny cleavers so i'm happy with that that's fine so how many rage you still do? huh how many rage you do i did 27 total i did uh i did all of the remotes from the day before with some invites i think i think actually a couple of our guests might have sent me an invite and um and then i did some local ones and then the 10 remotes that i could from home and then i started feeling kind of guilty because it's a little expensive nowadays yeah, so you know that's same fine. thing i did like 22 23 okay Okay, it's a cool Pokemon. I like the shiny. For a green shiny, it's like one of the better ones for sure. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, we did rush through that because we're just so excited to introduce our special guests this week. This is by far the most people we've ever had on this show at once. Um, and so if that didn't already show the hand of who's here, we have the boys from the Incensed podcast with us here today. And we're just kind of returning the favor they had us on and it was a joy. And so uh, fingers crossed, they also have a good time here <laughs> with us today. <laughs> so say hello, guys. How's it going? How's it going? Hey, dude. How's it going? It's fantastic to be here. It's <laughs> great to long have you. overdue. But I figured out why you've never had us on the show before. Okay, Ian, why? Because your editing process, Chris, is going to go up by 200% this week. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did lie awake at night, yes, uh, last night, thinking, oh, man, what what do we actually sign up for? Um, (laughs) I'm going to need maybe an extension. You'll never have more than three people on a show ever again. (laughs) I'm not doing this workload. (laughs) I got to tell you really quick, though, that the League of Legends podcast I used to do, we used to have seven concurrent hosts. I remember you saying, (gasps) yes. I I will never do that ever again. I can't even imagine. But regardless of how many hosts you think should be on a show or not, it is wonderful to have the four of you here and Kyle's here too. So that's nice. Um, But what I kind of wanted to do is just sort of assume that those listening um, have not listened to your show. And if if, if so, you really should fix that. And we'll tell you how to do that at the end. But why don't we kind of just go one at a time? I want people to learn each of you and put names to voices and all of that right away. So why don't we start with Ian? Yes, so hi, I'm Ian Waterfall, uh, one of the hosts of the Incense Podcast, also one of the editors of the Incense Podcast. As with all of the boys here, I also do have a YouTube channel and create content there, and that's pretty much me in a nutshell. All right, Coops, want to say hi? Yeah, no, not really, no, of course not. Okay, all right. Nobody cares, Coops. Oh yeah, no. Thank you guys for having us on. Really, really appreciate it. Um, it's been a long time since you wanted to be on, so thank you. But yeah, so um, my Pokemon name and my Incense podcast name is Casual Coops. Uh, I'm from London, um, in England. I'm not an editor of the podcast, <laughs> and I also do Casual not have. Host. Yeah, I also do not have a YouTube channel. I'm kind of like retired. I'm kind of like retired, but not retired from the Pokemon Go kind of world. I was an addict from uh, 2017 to probably like. 2021 and then yeah 2022 2023 kind of uh been here but not been here you know so that's hence the name i'm the casual of the group so yeah that's a little bit about me pretty much when we started the podcast actually coops yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny actually i swear to god that i was actually an addict for years and then we started the podcast i was like i don't even play anymore why am i actually here <laughs> no, it's, it's ideal right because then you yeah. bring a, a different perspective and everything so yeah, you know the, the level 50 casual perspective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i suppose if i'm level 50 i'm not casual right i suppose i don't no. think so yeah, yeah. can't claim that yeah every time that we have people on we always have to remind ourselves that like we are like the top 10% of the, most invested yeah. active the, the players. average Pokemon Go player mm-hmm. is like level 30. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're no yeah. Singaporean grandmother. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Milo, why don't you go next? Uh, hi, I'm Milo, aka Poco Milo UK, and also one of the editors of the podcast. And unlike Coops, I am still very much an addict <laughs> of the game <laughs> to a vast extent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So still rocking and rolling with it, but also base uh, in West London in the UK. All right. And a, an active YouTube channel, right? Very much an active YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. We will plug all of this at the end, by the way. But Mark first. Cheers, boys. I'd like, I'd like to sort of reiterate what the guys have said, you know. 
I your podcast was one of my go-to podcasts, certainly um, from, from the Pokemon Go scene. And to actually be on your show is is something which is uh, very, very. It's almost humbling. So, guys, thanks for having us on. This is uh, lovely. But I'm, I'm a bit like some of the boys, create my own content. Masterful27 is um, on YouTube. The podcast was our way of uh, combining our sort of um, combining our personalities together during the pandemic. And, and it's worked out pretty well. We're still talking to each other two years <laughs> on, <laughs> which, is, which is good. Yeah. And unfortunately, even though he is casual and he did play the game a lot less in 21 and 22, he still beat me to level 50. Yeah. Who, <laughs> was a casual. By, by, by about minutes. two minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was two minutes. <laughs> but oh my no, gosh, no, it's like yeah. uh, twins arguing who was born first. That, that's yeah. what that level is at. You know, <laughs> yeah, he right, was well. he was definitely born before me. <laughs> kind of a backhanded compliment. I love yeah. it. <laughs> all right. Well, it's it's great again to have all four of you on. Um, and thanks again for having us on before. Uh, we should remind people to go listen to that that episode of Incense yes. as well as every other episode. Um, so we, again, we'll we'll let everybody know how to uh, how to find you guys and your show. Um, when we're done with our time here today, so uh, I did kind of want to ask some podcast to podcast questions to learn more about you guys. And then there's like a bunch of topics that are really important right now in the overall communal space for this game. And I thought that it would be a big miss if we didn't talk about it. Um, And normally we don't do big topic discussions on our show because, well, you know, sometimes we don't like to highlight some negativity and there has been some negativity in the community. So it'll be nice to have a sort of like panel setting (laughs) we can all just sort of talk about it um but first you know learning a little bit more about all four of you and what your show is i think is really important so uh who can say what your show is about and how it sets itself apart from others because there's not just two pokemon go podcasts the two of ours there's there's a whole host of them there's quite a few Um, so if you were to give this an elevator pitch uh to somebody what would you say who and anybody can take this one honestly so like the, the Dragon Den Shark Tank kind of yes. <laughs> pitch. <Yeah>. That's right. <laughs> Who wants to take it, boys? Or- <laughs> well, when, when we started the podcast, let me find it. We actually put a, an elevator pitch as the tag of the podcast. Let yeah, we did actually. It, it's, a, okay, it's a down down the pub style. Yeah. You know, British, British pub, Pokemon Go, four mates having a laugh, having a chat. You know, not just about the game, but about the bits that are going mm. on in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. And genuinely just having... A bit of fun, and we'd like to try and make sh- the audience feel like they're in the pub with yeah. us having that conversation. Almost like adjoining tables in the pub, wasn't it? We sort of said, you know, we'd be yeah. there chatting away. Yeah. And then people would be like almost sat on another table, but they've got, they just turn around and join in and like it built that sort of rapport up with mm-hmm. listeners. So, but yeah, sorry, Ian, mm. go for it, bud. Yeah. And what sets us apart from other podcasts in this space is that we try not to take anything too serious i know there's a podcast that actually uses that as similar to that as a tagline but we we kind of don't take any we'll bant on each other and the podcast isn't just about pokemon go and that's very important it's as much about the four of us individuals as it is about the game yeah no and i think that it really comes through when people listen uh the familiarity and, and comfort level is through the roof right and it feels like we're instantly we're all friends right that par- that parasocial aspect is really strong with the four of you <laughs> so i think that's that's great um so we all talk about pokemon go 
you know, what is everybody's favorite aspect of, of Pokemon Go? Are you into raiding? I know that's a hot button issue right now. Mm. Hatch and eggs, also a hot button issue right now. You know? <laughs> well, I guess what isn't? But um, so I'm, I'm curious for everybody, like if you had to say like one or two things that you do in the game primarily, what they would be. Um, and let's hear from Coops first. Yeah, so the first one is close the app. <laughs> no, no. So genuinely, ever since you know the game come out, I mean, back in the day, it was just incredible. It was amazing. I've always been a raider. Like I always used to like meet up with friends. We do like raid trains. So you, you know, you'd be in the car all day for like eight, nine hours, just raid, 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 raid. Um, obviously, when remote raiding uh, came in, it was a good raid boss. God, I was on it like a car bonnet literally was obsessed giratina yeah yeah giratina, yeah. <laughs> yeah giratina origin finally got my hundo um but yeah in general i would say raiding and um and to be honest just catching pokemon i kind of just like sitting on a bus going for a walk i like i know that's i don't know is that can i say that is that allowed i know it's the whole point of the yeah. game but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just I, I just like raiding and i just like catching pokemon quite simply i'm not i'm not a fan of the tasks definitely not the eggs um i think the friends list thing is just long um obviously went through a period of loving gbl but that's sort of a bit of a mess still at the moment so yeah i would say raiding and catching pokemon are my two that's okay to say yeah perfect uh milo what about you for me it very much used to be raiding um we'll talk about Maybe why it's not anymore later in the show. Do we need sad violin music now, Milo? <laughs> creaking sound effect or something. I don't know. But um, probably for me, it's... it's... <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. That's it. The, um, I think the chase for a shiny, when a shiny drops from an event or is available maybe in, in your nest or if it drops even in quests, the chase to try and get it for me is very, very big amount of fuel on the fire and the de- desire for the game. I would say. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of a, a big thing for anybody that plays this game quite a bit is that mm. you, I think you sort of see like a homogenized sort of interest in like the thrill of the shiny. Yes, you know? the thrill because, of the chase. Yeah, everything else has just been so normalized that it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm really here for the shinies. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what about you? What are you up to in the game? For me, I'm not going to do a Coop's answer. I'm not going to give loads of um, aspects of the game. Sorry, Coop's get the dig in early. <laughs> Um, for, for me, the only two things I enjoy now in the game today is is the daily incense. Uh, I'll put that on on my lunchtime walk for fifteen minutes, and you know now with potentially the master ball coming in, if we do get that encounter for those who still haven't got a Galarian bird, that could be quite exciting. And the second aspect that I love, and I will still do it, and but unfortunately, sad times with the Silph Road, and I'm sure we'll probably touch on that maybe a little bit later today. Mm-hmm. I, I used to love the nests, finding a nest, certainly for a Pokemon that I really needed, and just grinding a nest for a couple of hours. Almost, I used to, I used to do it, and still do it now. We'll find them, and there's, and there's certainly a few that are local to me now, um, and I enjoy that aspect of it, the proper hunting for one type. Um, Certainly, if, if there's a shiny potential there as well. But yeah, then oh, yeah. That, that's they're my two loves still with all the other difficulties in the game, unfortunately. <laughs> there's been such a, a lack of emphasis on nests and stuff. I remember that was such a big thing that was focused on for like crowdsourcing that information when the game was really fresh. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if you asked anybody who started playing Go within, let's say, the last two years what a nest was, I think. 75% of them wouldn't be able to tell you mm-hmm. that they were even You're a probably thing. right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because like those should be the thing that Niantic pushes. 
like yeah, really hard to get people to go out and play and they don't talk yeah. about them ever at all yeah, there's a community hotspot there if right, there's yeah. a nest a park but go it, there but it is weird i know what you're saying because even with xl candy being dropped nests kind of make sense if you want to get an xl candy grind it's weird yeah i know Drop what you mean yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's kind of weird that they're not yeah anyway i'm sure we'll talk about niantic <laughs> at some point <laughs> i don't know <laughs> No, we actually have a policy. We never talk about Niantic. Oh, okay. okay. No, not even once. No. Uh, Ian, what sort of player are you or trainer are you rather? I'm probably very casual if I'm honest with you. I, I do enjoy playing the game and I do, and I do love the aspect of shiny hunting and raiding. Uh, it, it's The dynamic has changed now that we're back to primarily in-person raids, but things like raid days, like Coop said, there's nothing like a raid day. And I suppose what I'm kind of getting at is, for me, the game is about the community and spending time with people. There's nothing like actually just going around with a few friends, doing raids, live in-person events and next level. For me, it boils down to the community, realistically, because everything else fits into that sort of a picture. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's the most important part, right? Mm. And and if you've yep. ever been to a live event, uh, you can you like never look back. I know some people that play this 100%. game and like, yeah, like Seattle was their first Go Fest, and they're like, I had no idea. I will go every year. You know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the place this game shines the most. Um, and and not to get too too into the weeds here, I suppose, but I am curious what everybody's least favorite aspect of Pokemon Go is right now. Um, and, and this is this is a tough question to ask in a format that we would like to be constructive, right? But <laughs> there's a lot of emotions, there's a lot of feelings, opinions flying around right now, and I know all of us have them ourselves. So I actually want to start with Kyle, who I haven't asked specifically to give an input yet, but I feel like you could really set the tone for the rest of us. Uh, oh no oh no no pressure least favorite aspect of pokemon go right now least favorite aspect of pokemon go right now carl if it makes you feel better bro i'll i'll go after you <laughs> uh no because like, there's, there's low-hanging fruit and then there's ones you gotta really think about so i'm just, i'm gonna go with one that i don't think is low-hanging fruit but one that's personal for me uh i think eggs are without a doubt the worst aspect of the game my least favorite aspect of the game mm -hmm. right now which is a shame because they could be amazing if they were to like really hone in on that. But the emphasis on the rates, which like that's its own problem entirely, but adventure sync, not even working when you're advertising stuff like that. Still, still doesn't work properly. I don't know how many fixes I've gone through for my adventure sync. I've given up at this point. And like <laughs> iPhone, that might work. No. Yeah, are you on Android, Kyle? Yeah. That's your reason. Exactly. That's right. I've been telling him for years, Ian. I've been telling him for years. Like, I'm uh -huh. on Android and Adventure uh -huh. Seat works fine, Kyle, so don't listen yeah. to them. See, see it's, just, it's just some people it works, some people it doesn't. I don't understand. Yeah, but anyways, I, 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 don't, I don't wish to be smoke. I live stream on Android and it works fine for me as well. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Eggs, least favorite aspect, no doubt. That's fine. Even if it hurts me to hear you say it, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coop's volunteered, so why don't you go ahead? Uh, yeah, it's, I wasn't actually going to say eggs because it's really funny. <laughs> like, 
years ago, I like blocked them out. Like, I genuinely forget that like it's actually a people actually genuinely hatch eggs, and I actually think it's hilarious because I used to all of the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of like forget it's a feature, but I I kind of have to agree, and I feel like that's that already gives me that already gives me my answer the fact i've just blocked them out of my brain yeah I'm gonna that's go, fair yeah that's it must it must be that horrendous so i wasn't actually going to say that but yeah thanks carl i'm actually going to say eggs it's hor- they are really horrendous like really oh, bad man guys this is this is rude i, I regret this question now <laughs> i mean i can't disagree with you as somebody who loves eggs they're problematic and well we'll talk about it this this the instinctive event was not what i thought it was going to be i don't think oh it was what my, i oh thought no. it was going to be <laughs> come no. on though, like rubbing his face he's so over it he's like <laughs> <laughs> well milo go ahead roll with that energy what are you <laughs> what are you upset with right now <laughs> You might be quite happy with my answer because I won't say eggs. I just <laughs> I just abuse myself with the eggs in the game. I thought you were just going to say you abuse yourself Shut and leave up it in. at that. Shut up. I take the egg grind. I take the egg grind way too far that is necessary um, for the sake of content. But for me, and it's been the case ever since it was put in the game, I still don't like the thing as it is now. GBL the pvp side That's of things and it's even with all of the hilarious glitches and stuff at the moment like there's never been a point where gbo has worked properly but that's one thing for me it goes against the format of pokemon go i like to go out explore meet up with people and do that sort of thing whenever i'm doing gbo i find myself it's sat inside on the sofa or whatever it's a for me it's feels quite an antisocial aspect of the game. So that's why I perhaps leave it alone. Also, it's long. <laughs> it's yeah, really long. Yeah. You go, I've spent 20 minutes battling and I've got a Vulpix. Yes. <laughs> great. So yeah, You can actually TV, get legendaries TV. now from encounters of GBL, but fine. How many years <laughs> do I have to wait for it? <laughs> so yeah, for, for me, it's GBL and PvP. I think that's a completely fair answer. I mean, it cur- I think current landscape aside, I feel like it just does not click for some people mm, in the, yeah. the way that the rest of the game might appeal to, you know? And yeah. But like on that same note, though, when you put the community into PvP, like with an in-person Sylph Cup, it is a next level experience that is really great, I think. So I've heard people talk about the Sylph Cups and things, and it's like, yeah. it is a different vibe. And yeah. we we yeah. went to Worlds in 2022, absolutely mega awesome thing to watch people at the top of the game i don't know it's but yeah the, the format in the game itself it is, is yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's pvp more than gbl isn't it the, the world's mm. thing yes yeah. same but different yeah but it but it also benefits from that live in-person vibe where it's just yes. like you could just be standing in a crowded room with a bunch of pokemon fans and it, it would make me happy you know like true. Yeah, exactly it's true. Kinda, it could be a, a non-air-conditioned auditorium i'd still have a great time you know 100 percent. so yeah uh ian what about you there are a lot of things wrong with pokemon go at the moment i i wholeheartedly agree with coops and kyle eggs milo with the gbl the thing that really kind of triggers me the most is and it, it's really trivial and it's not that important but we spend all week going through opening uh doing research encounters then then you oh, yeah. research breakthrough and you get 
something completely Perfect. lame. It, it or I literally got a Parasect a few days ago. I wanted to shoot my phone. Oh, like, yeah. It could be so good. When it launched, we were getting legendaries for these encounters, and it's just gradually got worse and worse and worse. And there's just so many simple fixes Nantic could put into place if they really wanted to. But the research breakthroughs, it's not even worth doing these research breakthroughs mm-hmm. anymore. So genuinely. True. Yeah, if I could oh, yeah. take the stamp away. Yes. Yes. Like, so you I have seven it. empty slots. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's very strange because, I mean, I think the, the, uh, the idea behind the change from it having been like a legendary or a chance at some rarer Pokemon instead of a pool of like medium uncommon Pokemon and the one rare can't even be shiny, right? For Gumi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's an, like a game economy question right but it's it's really weird to see like where that where that argument is cherry picked from uh, uh from their side like why focus on this one particular thing i don't think one legendary a week is a big deal especially for people that are rural right it's for them more or less yeah. it's oh, yeah odd odd stuff mark what about you what are you thinking about do you know what even if they put the regis into that uh weekly research <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't mind it, would you? you you're not selling it. Will, it'll be better. <laughs> it would still be better. Instead, I don't no. know. No. So let's just sit around the table at night and say, "What are the worst Pokemon we could put in the research breakthroughs next quarter?" <laughs> We're going to find out in a couple of weeks, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, next season. I'll be honest. I don't know about you lot, but I'd much rather a fur through over a Giratina Origin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fur through. I'd take a shiny fur through. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. yeah. The sh- no, no, no chance yeah. should be like increased or something that would work. Yeah. You'd hope so, anyway. well, it'd be nice. Well, yeah, wait yeah. seven days, Jeez. <laughs> true. Seven days for a Gumi, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, all very good answers and all answers that resonate with me very, very much so as well. And I think you know, the PVP, um element of it when you're in it like so you'd be in a room full of pokemon people and it, it just feels amazing doesn't it it's a party anyway uh, i mean you put that into it and then you can't but be engaged with it because it's something which is really exciting and you imagine that's what people feel like but in isolation playing it on their own you know you try to recreate that i think maybe if you could have like battles and again i'm getting ahead of myself here we're just about to about research breakthrough rewards being awful but you know they could almost create that within the game uh, and not have leagues competitions but there's loads of stuff we've got to do right before we get to that level with it mine's probably more trivial than yours Ian actually um and I'll I'll take a step back from your weekly research I'd go some of these event research tasks (laughs) (laughs) battle in a gym for free potions (laughs) (laughs) 75% of them could be thrown out every five times you could (laughs) Not even give me a research from a task, and I'd probably be happier than getting (laughs) seven super effective attacks for. It makes such a a good point, though, because I noticed this recently. You know, when you pick up a task and it's got berries as the reward, you know, I throw it away. Mm. It's when you've got the ones that are the same task, the same thing to do. And I saw make an excellent throw for three ultra balls or two pineapple berries. (laughs) Yeah. "Uh, What? (laughs) How are they same value? Yeah, you should really be able to like mulligan each task like once, you know, mm. and then just like give me just give me a random another one. I might still throw this out, but like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a trivial one, Chris, but I think I think it's easy. As, as Kyle said, there's some very low hanging fruit, and we, we don't want to be predictable with it. Let, let's think, maybe look at it from a slightly <laughs> different perspective. No, I feel like people. I, I don't know. It's not like uh, tasks are like a core thing, and people always talk about them. But I don't think people are very critical about them in like a meaningful way. They're usually like, "Oh, this task is like not worth it," and that's really kind of the end of that conversation. Not yeah. a why is this here in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> like, Who I think, chose it? Exactly. Yeah. Like, Got to figure out the cause instead of just throwing out the symptoms of the problem, right? So hmm. I don't know. Uh, but I, I do have one more question for each of you, and Wait, it's uh, Chris. Yeah, you give your answer. Oh, my least favorite. Oh, yeah, I you got to give one. You know, I've just been coasting, agreeing with everybody else, <laughs> except for the egg <laughs> thing, I suppose. Um, I think I think the act of rating itself. Kyle and I have talked about this in the past. I think the act of rating itself is really boring, <laughs> and I think it's great to do with you know just tapping without even looking, so that you can talk to other people. But I would love for there to be just a little bit more, just more mechanics, something, you know, that have been my second answer. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell my frustrating story here? It fits. Oh, please. Yes. Work. I left work on uh, Friday, I think it was. And I'm like, I'm going to go spend some poke stops before my way home because I need Pokeballs. And it's like 845. I was driving around. I got a remote raid invite for a, a Tapu Fini. And I'm like. I haven't done a remote raid in outside of Cleavor in two months. So I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it. Whatever. I parked the car, sat there, did it. It was only four of us in the raid, so it was a slow raid. It took us three and a half minutes plus loading time. So that's another 90 seconds or whatever loading. Click through. 14 Premier Balls. Did not catch it. As it ran away, it's just like 11 of them were excellent throws. So I was actually hitting it. And I sat there and I looked at the clock and I'm like, that was nine minutes of my time. And I have <laughs> never get three back. rare candies to show for my $1.95 that I spent. Well, I, I'd already spent the money, but still. And that's that's my frustration with Go right now. That right there. Mm. It's kind yeah, of in a nutshell. Yeah. This game economy, Kyle, haven't you heard? <laughs> game I was I was so done that I'm like, I'm not even gonna spend any more stops. I'm going home. I'm done. That's <laughs> it. I'm game just like they killed my <laughs> killed my vibe right there. Oh man, I'm sorry. That that stinks. Um Carl, don't Carl, don't worry about the nine minutes, just worry about the last five years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh. yeah where is this ship going yeah we just don't Uh. know Uh uh-uh not anymore um (laughs) my next question for everybody is favorite pokemon and just really briefly like your history with the franchise so when did you get involved with pokemon uh to begin with and since we've had mark last several times why don't we start with mark Oh, I like that. I'll give a Coops answer to that. I've done that twice now. Sorry, Coops. I'm leaving it at that. That's what I have to do. That's what I do. Now, um, I, I started off very much. I, I loved Pokemon, but more for TCG for me. I, I, I loved collecting the Pokemon cards when I was younger. I did flirt a little bit with Pokemon Red um, in its infancy, at the very beginning. But I, I very much didn't play any Pokemon games until Pokemon Go came out. And, and I loved wow. the whole concept of the AR. It took gaming to another level because when I think back to some of the mobile games I used to play, it, it, you know, this just knocked it out of the park, that thing about getting out there and um, and almost reminiscing with my childhood for, for the Pokemon game in, in, in the real world. That, for me, was the big bit 
And it, it was great because Pokemon Red, you know, started with Kanto in it. It was all very easy to relate to it. You know, I didn't know a lot of the later generations, though. So I, I found I was learning them as Pokemon Go was evolving. And, like, you know, my fond memory was when they started dropping Gen 2 suddenly into the game. And everyone was like, oh, God, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was just amazing. <laughs> love to have a moment like that game of the game actually i think that's probably another thing it's missing it's just something like that do you know what i mean like a big drop of new pokemon but i know we're getting towards that we're getting to the other end of it now yeah um, still but yeah so uh, pokemon go pokemon go um since i got into creating content i wanted to have a go at streaming so i did get a switch and flirt a bit with pokemon let's go eevee uh and the pikachu um it was the eevee version i went with but Again, I just I didn't enjoy it that much. I enjoyed the concept of it, but I think with my time and how much time I have available for it, I think Pokemon Go complements the free time pretty well because you can do it with other things. I just haven't right. got that time to sit down and play a game on its own. It, it sort of allows that. But um, favorite Pokemon, I've just got a soft spot for Gengar. Gengar's my favorite Pokemon. Uh, it's it's kick ass. It's it just yeah. looks pretty. It's an awesome design. And doesn't matter if it's a glass cannon, Mega Gengar looks amazing. <laughs> glass yeah. cannon, it's true. Yeah, proper raid lingo. Mm. <laughs> like that, but, yeah. but no, Gengar for me. Gengar, Gengar's my my favourite Pokemon. Definitely Gengar. I, I don't think you'll find an argument in this group of people yeah. against that. So, uh, great, great. Uh, why don't we have Ian go next? So yeah, I played Pokemon Blue back in the day. So Kanto was always very familiar. Uh, I remember when the cartoon was released, I was working in retail at the time and they always put it on the TVs on, on the weekend. So I remember seeing the cartoon and some of my friends were just like running around going, oh, Jigglypuff, and that sort of thing, which was... <laughs> <laughs> so there were a lot of sort of things, even though I didn't pay massive attention to it, that it was always in the zeitgeist. Didn't really majorly focus on further generations and until Gate until go came out and day one uk player because we did get it slightly later than you guys in the states so day one player and i am one of the few people that has never taken a break from pokemon go i've literally played it every day since release with exception when i was in cuba and couldn't play it which was 10 days where i actually couldn't even log into it but played it every Ooh. single day since since release did you go into withdrawal during those 10 days? You know, you think I did. And for the first two days, yeah, it's like coming off some sort of drug. Sure. Uh, but after that, you don't even think about it. That muscle reflex, you know you can't do it. It's gone. But as soon as I landed back at Gatwick in the UK, the game was on and I was checking again. It's kind of like... <laughs> what have I missed? Straight back into the habit. Yeah, yeah. Hello, old friend. But uh, yeah, but it, it's actually nice when you can't play it because you don't have that temptation. In terms of favourite Mon, it's tough. I think from... Originally, it would have been Vaporeon because I do love a water type, but later on down <laughs> the road, it kind of went to Kyogre. <laughs> I kind of love Kyogre. Yeah, love Kyogre. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, Kyogre gets a bunch of love. It's just a big old whale. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? It's fair exactly. Enough. Yeah. Great. All right, Milo, what about you? I started with Pokemon Go. I'd never played the main series games never even been into pokemon at all i had family members and cousins etc who were into pokemon um while i was growing up and despite being as old as pokemon is itself practically yeah just never really got into it until some of my uni friends i had a weird section of time between my f- second and third year 
where I had six months kind of spare. Was like, everyone was playing Pokemon Go. Uh, so downloaded, and that's sort of where, yeah, my love of Pokemon actually became a thing. And much like Ian, I've never had a day off and never took a break from the game. I have fond memories when they did. I think it was a Kanto starter event in January 2017, and I was in <laughs> Tenerife. And I was like, ooh, there's Charmander everywhere. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just absolutely fallen in love with the game here and did pick up Pokemon Violet at long last was my first main series game. Really? Wow. But as sort of Mark mentioned, I don't know, I just didn't vibe with the sitting down. Like As I've sort of got older, I don't like to sit down and play video games as much. And I, the whole format of Pokemon Go really, really gels with me, getting out there, walking around and exploring, etc. wherever you go. So that's my sort of input on Pokemon Go and the franchise as a whole. Uh, Favourite Pokemon is Trico. Got to be Trico. Okay. Big, fan of, big, yeah. fan of, big fan of geckos and uh, the different patterns and species, but it's also got a sick shiny. The shiny is my favourite type of blue. Yeah. It does. Just fabulous. And the red tail and everything too, mm. like mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. like yeah. shiny. And then you then you go up to Mega Sceptile, and it's like, ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, Mega Sceptile's awesome. <laughs> ever Milo, what was that? Yeah. You're like, ooh, ooh, nice. I was thinking the same thing, Mark. But is he all right? <laughs> having, just having a moment over here. I feel yeah. sorry for the slack off there, Milo. <laughs> Look, it's a very close second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Coops, you're next up. Yeah, no, sorry to the lads because I've mentioned this story a few times. Yeah, so growing up when I was a lot younger, um, got like a purple Game Boy Color um, for Christmas. Literally obsessed with uh, Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Gold. Um, just crazy when you think, as if that's what I used to play, I used to get this game slight <laughs> in the back. And oh, it's crazy how times have changed. But yes, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with that. And then those were kind of like my first ever Pokemon games, especially Silver, because I just really loved Lugia way more than Ho-Oh. Um, and then, yeah, from then, I think a few months, a few years later, I think I then dabbled in the blue. Was it yellow and Pikachu used to follow behind you? Was that yellow? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yellow, yeah. Yeah, and red, you dabbled with those. And to be honest, that was kind of really it. It was the Game Boy Color, um, red, blue, uh, yellow, silver and gold. Just used to sort of play those. So like, like the boy said, Kanto and Johto was kind of really all I knew. Um and then, yeah, then sort of never, ever thought about Pokemon ever again for like years and years and years, wow. for like 10 years. Um, and then, um, and, and saying that though, every so often, like if I was like, you know, like 20 years old and I'd be like going on a long flight to Australia, I can't lie. I would get the Game Boy Color out the loft. I can't lie. I'll be honest. And you <laughs> see, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, in general, that was it. And then Go came out, as all the boys have said, and and. That was it. I don't. I don't think I started it straight away, but I think I started it a few weeks or a few months afterwards. And the literal addiction from day one, as I said earlier, addicted probably from 2016 all the way to realistically sort of 2020, um, like to, to the point I even started a little YouTube channel and we started the podcast. And yeah, that's kind of really it. I, I, I've played the uh, Switch, the Let's Go Eevee, and uh, shine. Sorry, is it Shining Pearl and the Diamond? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I've I played those, but not. I've just played it, completed it, got to the end, battled the the gym leaders, and that's kind of it. So it's never been like wow. a, been like a thing. So yes, that's me in the the franchise. You know, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. A lot of people didn't finish those. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did no, you beat Did yeah. you beat Cynthia, the champion? Who me? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. I, I've got my Switch. Well, because in, oh, Cynthia, a very blank look Cynthia in those so. games in particular was very difficult. Yeah. Oh, really? No, I'll let yeah. you know. The Switch is in my drawer here, so I'll let you know by the end. <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying it's kind of a flex. It's all we're saying. Oh, actually, sorry, Cynthia. Yes, beat her like nine times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. In a row without healing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. With one Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Completely, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <completely laughs> <in the night>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no sorry god yeah that was yeah i can't i can't remember i pro- this is me so probably no probably no <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna assume yes as a group i think that's what yeah. we're gonna do yeah. yeah let's give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt Thanks, absolutely <laughs> and uh favorite pokemon oh god the boys have told me yeah <laughs> You ever seen Origin? Yeah. The baby. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Martin didn't think so. Waddle. <laughs> oh, close second, Ian. Close second. Waddle's a good Pokemon. Uh, I remember when I was on Lured Up like years ago, and the guys asked me this, Ooh, and and and, 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 um, and <laughs> we've all been on it. Relax. And um, they asked. I, I don't. I, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really have one. But for the purposes of the show, the boys. I'll say Giratina Origin. For why not? Oh, My man, though. Love Giratina. Oh man. Yeah, it's true. We say Giratina O around these parts, though. I'll have oh, you know. so, oh, sorry, sorry. Cut, <laughs> yeah, cut no, me no. out. I'll do it again. So yeah, uh, uh, Giratina O for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. No one will even notice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. That was that went for uh, a little bit longer than I had originally thought, but this is just so great. I love hanging out with you guys. Um, so I did have a few topics. We already kind of touched on a few of them already. Um, and quite honestly, if we if we didn't watch ourselves, I'm sure we could probably talk about these three particular questions that I have for a long time because it's kind of what everybody's talking about. And the first one is, as somebody might have probably guessed, the remote raid pass changes and how they've affected your local and uh, online communities. And it's interesting because the four of you make content aside from the podcast. So you have both in-person communities and <laughs> online communities. So you can really talk about this. Um, more than we probably can because we we usually just interact with our global community on our discord server for patrons right and we do Mm. some meetups but those are really people will come out to a destination right so it's not the same sort of thing and so i'm kind of dying to know now that there's been some time that's passed how has this like shook out for for all of you i suppose um, so I, whoever really wants to go first, I, I mean, uh, I'm just going to throw this one at my, Chris, let Whitfield first. go first. Cause he's just going <laughs> to burst otherwise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I try not to, um, the remote raid thing. I thought it would have sparked a bit more activity in my local community chats and things like that, but it really hasn't. Um, we haven't had any more people. In fact, more people have fundamentally shut the game down and stop hmm. playing entirely um, and reading people's messages saying I'm not picking up the game again until they bring the price down or remove the limit or something like that we've had a very like core knit group of people who are kind of like the diehards essentially there were maybe like eight of us who are always out for raid hour always out for spotlight hour etc even some of them you know, we've got the raid rotations, you know, maybe a raid boss for two weeks. It may sometimes just be me for a raid boss going around for raid hour. And the community here was built on raids. You know, back in 2017 and 18, we had, you know, 100 plus people who would go around for raid hour sometimes. 
you know, maybe even more if it was a raid day sort of thing. So it's not sparked the interest for in-person raiding. And my online community is suffering badly, suffering real badly, because people would go there. The fundamental thing of the online community was to provide that sort of safety net if people couldn't get access to in-person raids themselves or didn't have a community to help them out. And they're just, they're stumped, really. They don't have the capacity. You know, a lot of people, I think, is the financial hit with the uh, the rise in price. Maybe they're okay with the five per day, but they can't afford it. So both forms of community are suffering from what I've seen on my end, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's probably true of most people that are in, you know, your Mm. position, our position that, Mm. you know, is content creating sort of like, we're, we're customer facing in a way, right? Because yeah. what we do is, is consumed by people that are also consuming the game. So those, those sort of um, opinions and things sort of carry over. It's, it's been the same for us too. I will say really quick the our, um, our discord used to have a very active remote rating channel and mm. now people are still posting them every once in a while, but yeah. almost nobody is like, yeah, I'm down because yeah, they have to think like, about it. It's <laughs> like one a day at most being posted. And it used to be like a dozen or more. Yeah, it was a lot before. It's the thing of posting is, but then getting people to engage. That's the problem. I've seen it so many times that people still fling invites out to each other. And mm-hmm. that's the thing I feel guilty of the most is I see people throwing me invites and back in the day, like, before the change, so I would have been 100%. Yeah, I'll jump Every in. Time. I know that, Every time. I know <laughs> that this person doesn't have, you know, maybe too many people accessible. But with... Actually, I think there's an issue if if you fail the remote raid or something, you may actually lose one of your five a day and you may be dropped down to four. So having the numbers and that sort of certainty is a problem. But I'm actively ignoring invites and I feel very I feel very bad for it. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> honestly honestly uh i'm curious how everybody else feels about this i mean honestly please feel free to just sort of chime in because this is sort of a group conversation at this point this is all affecting us um equally so has anybody seen an increase in activity locally as a result or no uh, <laughs> i stopped, <laughs> silence is definitely <laughs> i stopped using my local discord particularly because people were not using it very much even with remote raids so yeah that says a lot Yes, yeah, so I'll jump in, Chris, if that's all right, bro. So um, for me, it's just it's just kind of pointless, isn't it? I, I feel like, and we've discussed this on the on the show plenty of times when this sort of kicked off. God, when was it? March, February time, and it, you know that type of era, or was it April? April, <laughs> April. <laughs> it's been Honestly. like six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it feels a lot longer, but. The, the way that people used to play the game, I mentioned earlier, used to all meet up, used to have the group of friends, you'd go around in cars all day on a Saturday, all day on a Sunday, every, like, life has changed, right? It's like a, it's like an ex-partner, right? It used to be that we move on, life evolves, it changes, we adapt. And I feel like they're, they're trying to get back with that sort of toxic ex. That's what it kind of feels like. And it's like, but people, people mm-hmm. don't play the game like that anymore. You introduce these remote raids, you could do this that and the other so you know all i will say is from remote raiding (laughs) me and milo probably hundreds and hundreds a day you know when something like giratina origin was out it'll be amazing and sometimes it takes you four five six hundred raids to get a hundo sometimes it takes you 80 90 100 raids to get a shiny so it's kind of like 
the whole thing's pointless. Like, what? Like, why am I going to waste money for the week for the ten days that Tapu Feeney is out in raids? The raid passes are more expensive. Um, people don't want to raid. Everyone's upset with it. People don't. I, I'm not just going to turn up to a gym in London, you know, and, and hope for the best. Yeah, and hope for the best. It doesn't. There's no app to communicate with strangers around. There's no. There's no app in game to chat to people. There's literally nothing. There's. It's just so. It's so pointless. Whereas before. You could just sling out invites and you know if it was a good raid boss, everybody on your friends list would join. Whereas now, like you said, the community is just everywhere with with mm-hmm. with feelings and emotions. No one knows where anybody is. So it's just pointless. You could raid, you could do your five remote raids a day for seven days for the raid boss, but you might not even get a shiny. So what's the so what's the point? Like why like why are you gonna waste your time? Why are you gonna waste your money? And like Carl said, at the end of the day, you don't even know if you're going to bloody catch it at the end of the day. You might, you might, so it's just, just at the moment, there's just a lot going on. Um, so like I've said, for me, there's, there's, it's definitely worse. There's been a worse impact for sure. Yeah, I think you make an interesting point about how like the the limit on it will just stop people that would have probably done five or you know eight raids for a thing in a given day because it's like I can't grind this to where I want it to be, which is either max level because of the candy you have to get for it, or you're looking for the hundred. Yeah, yeah, so why would yeah. I even bother oh, investing? Yeah, yeah exactly. To begin yeah, with? Exactly. That's what, like, I, I, me and Mila had a chat, yeah. and I was just like, like I wouldn't mind, you know, if they change all this and they said, but the XL candy now is now one fifty. It'll be, it'll be. I understand that, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. if they said now to get a hundo, it's not going to be one in 800 it's going to be one in 75 i, I could I, all they've done is they've they've made these changes but they've they've done nothing they've done nothing the changes they've done it doesn't make sense to the understanding of the game it's so bizarre so so bizarre but like i said that's just my opinion on it but yeah i mean it does definitely at times feel like different te- i mean we already know that different teams are working on different aspects of this game right but it mm-hmm. almost feels like there is there's very minimal cross communication right because like we like we were saying before about game economy it seems to be important for one thing and not a not even a thing that's considered for other aspects of the game it's hard to follow and that's really the problem because we can't we literally can't predict what's going to happen in this game next right any any other prevailing opinions about this i think we're all kind of agreeing at this (laughs) point but yeah i think we are all on the same page i there's definitely been a drop in people taking part in remote raids, and there had to be. Obviously, the capped, but people yeah. aren't even jumping into lobbies <laughs> anymore. Uh, but from what I'm seeing and hearing, people are more upset about the price increase than the actual cap itself. People yeah. aren't really too worried about the fact that it's five. People are more grieved, I nearly swore then, more upset <laughs> at, at, that it's now two pounds a raid rather than like what it used to be a pound or a dollar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is crazy. It's crazy. It's so expensive. Mm, it is Mad. crazy. I would just like to add to the record so you include it on your podcast because this is a good omen, by the way, boys, that whilst we were talking, and I apologize for being slightly rude, uh, I did get a um, shiny oh, Eevee just now. That was the Eevee that named our podcast. Yes, you got a shiny yeah. Eevee before that named our show. I was patient and thought, I'm going to let nice. this count because that's unprofessional, but I was very happy with that. Oh, no. Um, no, I've done that in the middle of the show too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Kyle just leaves. <laughs> but no, um, it's the price. I think, as I say, it's one big aspect of it. It's certainly the price. I've never truly played raiding in a community for probably the last four years because I've moved around quite a lot. Um, I haven't stayed in the same place. So I, I, I'm a very new to where I've moved now. And and, and and even like elite raids 
didn't have a presence for them. So that kind of shows you how difficult it probably is at the moment to try and engage with the local community. But all I can say is I agree with what the boys have said. I do recall the fond memories of raid days, raid hours after work, bombing at home, meeting up with eight, nine people, (laughs) doing them all in the hour. But I did say this at the beginning when we had the pandemic. I said remote raiding is not the long-term vision for the game. This will eventually go. And it hasn't gone yet. But it feels like we're kind of at this stage where it's probably going to become more and more grueling if you want to use if you want to do it as part of it. It feels yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was pretty clear before when they were saying that the damage boost was going to go away that they were already going to disadvantage remote raiders, right? And that yeah. was that was clear That's from day one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. And I don't think that they maybe considered that we would build systems around that on our own and families and stuff for lack of a better word, honestly, um, around this whole culture. And I think that was really just a, a big mistake. Yeah. We all knew yeah, were going to get I, harder, but if you have 20 people are doing half damage, you can still do any raid. Like, well, yeah, get enough people in. You should be okay. And that's, right. I thought that would be the first thing to go. Cause it's always a seasonal bonus for like the last four years or something, or right. three years. So it was like increased, damage for remote raiders theoretically that should have been the third the first thing to go yeah yeah. but the remote raid thing okay you've nerfed it and you've massively whacked up the price that's really annoying and it's stuffed a lot of people who can't afford to even do the remote raids at this point so raiding is out of the question for them given it's a fundamental part of the game that's quite sad Mm -hmm. but the in-person experience and we may have experienced this on cleaver raid day the rewards you get from in-person raids are still flat. Like when you go to an in-person legendary raid, it's like you may get a rare XL candy thing. <laughs> may. May. I want three guaranteed, please. And mm. Yes, fine, you get the three guaranteed XL for the legendary in question. But I don't know. It's just still there's not enough incentive to draw people out. And I've yeah. seen that. You know, I've, when you see someone's... Um, journal with what they got from the in-person raid and the only reaction is the laughing crying face saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. you've got 15 hyper potions and three golden razzes and a bit of dust and that's it you go why would i turn up at a location when i could easily save the dollar and not do it <laughs> yeah for the same reason milo why you buy pokeballs in the shop <laughs> yeah. or is it 800 coins or something <laughs> Hey, I'm, shame, I'm guilty of doing shame, that. No, you're yeah. not. No, yeah. 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 I've done it before. I, I, I'll tell I, you what, though. After after the uh, economy rebalance, air quotes, I have not uh-huh. done it. I, I have done it one time in okay. You know, what is it? Six years. Oh, I've bought a lot of Pokeballs. So, <laughs> it's expensive. Man. Never bought them. <laughs> I had a shiny staring me in the face, and I had no Pokeballs left on a community day. Wow, okay. that's different. That's different. So, wait, no, on a community day. Oh, no, on a community day. It was literally. Look, it was an old school community day. We had to have as many as possible back then. It was it was oh, when we were like, okay. oh, six is a lot of shinies. Yeah, Not, yeah. Oh, I'm setting a goal for 35 yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> was this Cyndaquil Day? No, it was or, um, uh, Chikorita. Chikorita. Yeah, it was Chikorita. <laughs> it was also the event where you caught you caught like I caught like uh, 24 shinies. Yeah, and that was unheard of at the time. And, yeah, uh, it was. What, didn't you also have three shinies back to back? Yeah. What a, what a legendary keep, day. I had to keep it going. <laughs> this this purchase is becoming less and less credible by the second. I know. I didn't say it was credible. I just said I only did it once. <laughs> and I knew it was, it was a problem incredible. then, too. Incredible. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, I think we're all largely on the, on the same page that, wow, that didn't go well, did it about the Mm. remote raid pass changes. (laughs) And it is still, it is still not really shaken out that great. I mean, I I think, I think it'll be very telling at GoFest, right. And the sorts of things, if they extend the number of remote raids that we can do and a whole 10, a whole 10, just like Cleavor. Wow. That was great. Five um, photo bombs. <laughs> but I think it will be really telling once we have like the bonuses for the events and we'll see what their attitude and action is around things like remote raids. Um, mm. They might show their hand a little bit more, but, but unfortunately we don't have those details quite yet. Um, but with all this happening, I mean, raiding is not the only thing that we do. Um, I mean, Coops was saying earlier that one of his favorite ways to play the game is to just catch Pokemon, go for a walk, catch some Pokemon. And that has been largely untouched and spared from a remote raid massacre um, or something close to it. And so how has this really sort of changed the way that you feel about Pokemon Go? You know, has this one thing ruined the rest of it or is the rest of it still just as enjoyable and you're okay with it? You just don't raid as much anymore. Why don't don't we start with Ian on this one? Yeah, that's a good question, actually, Chris. It's easy to let one aspect of the game ruin something else for you. But this game can be played in many different ways. So you're only really cutting your nose off to spite your face if you like still bent out of shape about the remote raiding and then it's taking away from your enjoyment of a community day or of a shiny grind or, or, or GBL. If there's something that you enjoy in the game, realistically, why are you going to let your experience be ruined? So it hasn't for me. I wouldn't say that, and yes, I, I, I'm not happy with the remote raid nerf one little bit, but I've come to terms with it. And I, I think now after six weeks, it's it's obvious that it's not going to be changed back. We're not going to get a response. We kind of need to adjust to the reality of where the game is. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a few other things that are happening, like uh, catch rates being hidden in the game code. So there's a lot more changes potentially going to be coming down the road, Master Ball, anybody? Mm-hmm. So I going back to the original question, this could turn into a bit of a Coop's answer. No, it hasn't. Again? I still, really? 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 <laughs> I, I still enjoy the, the game for what it is. I would say I have become somewhat more casual since uh, the beginning of April, not playing as heavily as I have done in the past, but I still enjoy playing the game and no, nothing's taken away from that. Come go fest, I'll still be in London, I'll still be in New York, and I'll still be doing the global. I, I'm, I'm not going to let other aspects ruin my experience of the game. I think that's a great, healthy answer. You know, it's kind of <laughs> weird because I feel like people are like, "Oh, you have a very strong opinion about remote raids, then why are you still playing the game?" And it's like that's not that's not the whole picture. You know, like that's just not a fair assessment. So, yeah, I agree. 100%. Who, who else has got a, an, a good answer for this question? Anybody have their, their gameplay changed at all? Coops, have you, has this affected the way you play at all? I know you were pretty much just saying, like, yeah, I don't play all that much. And when I do, it's mostly about myself. But so for me, mate, I'm really lucky because back in the day, I, I feel like I didn't realize, and we've, we've had a bit of banter on this on, on the Incense podcast. I didn't realize the foundation that I'd sort of set up for myself. Like I, I'll look back now and like, there'll be a Pokemon that's been in like two events, but I've got like 500 XL candy. And I'm like, Oh my God, I must've grinded that when that <laughs> came out like two years yeah. ago, whatever. So I'm really lucky that in my addicted days, 
I set up a really great foundation. Obviously played it too much, but I set up a really great foundation where I cannot play for a few months and it kind of makes no difference to my account. Like I can go casual and it kind of like makes no difference if that kind of makes sense. So when I, listen, my gameplay over the last two years has gone from eight, nine hours a day down to eight, nine days in a row, not turning the game on. Um, But that's, that's just personal issues. That's just, you know, new, you know, new relationship, new career. Just, 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 you know, I've just got older. I've just changed me and my life's just changed. But um, I'm really lucky that when I do play it, I have a really great time because I've, you know, I've got, the dust i've got the pokemon for the gbl I've, I've, I've got you know i've got a lot like i said my foundation's been great so you know when i do go to ealing and we have a little community day with uh the boys or we meet up for go fest or which we're going to in london and we have these great weekends pokemon worlds i will still be there and i will still be catching and, and thoroughly enjoying the game um but um yeah apologies it's kind of been like a two-year slope for me so i can't really give you a solid answer on that if that's fair to say no i I think that goes uh to great length of illustrating the fact that this doesn't affect everybody yeah 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 you know there's some people just don't raid and they're just like what are you guys so mad about yeah yeah. (laughs) and also going back to the average player i don't think any of the the six of us are an average player We, we, we said before we're all level 50 we are in that upper sort of percentile of people that are playing it, and we do play a yes. lot differently to somebody that turns their phone on for half an hour a day, like the like the pseudo coops. Hmm. That's right. Someone, someone's going to be upset out there, so I have to cut off the pass. I am not level fifty. Just oh, going to be the odd oh, man right. out. No, well, I will. I refuse to grind dragon. out like another seventy million experience. Not happening. It'll it'll happen very casually. That's that's how it happens. <laughs> Kyle, have I ever told you how embarrassing that is? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be an embarrassment to everybody else around you, me. You oh, can shame me for Kyle. Yeah. And, and do you know why I didn't know that Kyle's level, not level 50? It's because he never opens gifts. He's worse than my level. I've opened a few gifts from Coops, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. I'll like, yeah, be like great friends plus two yeah. or something. <laughs> Yeah, be... I, I like to think I ignore all of you equally. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this, Kyle and I aren't even great friends. <laughs> we met at Seattle. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I think that that's that's a good commentary too. That like none of us are are really all that casual. Um, but because we're all playing for different sorts of things. So Milo, I mean, you play for content, right? You were just talking about how you hatch yeah. eggs and all that. So has this sort of affected that and and your content, I guess, by extension? In some ways, yes. Like I would have been really good to say go for a a mega grind of raids and just raid for an entire day and see what you get, but. When it comes to the other aspects of the game, absolutely not. Still very much like if there's a new shiny to hunt, go out and grind it to all hell. Um, quest hunting. I know we joked about the quests earlier, but if there's something good in it, you I'll give it a pineapps, go. You need the pineapps, mate. How many pineapps can you get in half an hour? Um, there you go. next video idea. <laughs> dead. Dead. Uh, he will. He will. Um, he will. <laughs> or failing miserably to hatch anything out of eggs continuously. Uh, I'll still very much go for the other aspects of the game, apart from the GBL, obviously. But the thing that's noticeable is the empty space where you might have had a remote raid. Mm. And that that is very noticeable. And also just maybe you would have bumped into people if there was, you know, something good out, like the shiny drill for sustainability week in April. 
I'm sure there would be more people from my community out even on their lunch break doing bits and pieces. But because of the way everybody feels at the moment, a lot more people in the communities are less inclined to even partake in other aspects of the game. So that's it. Noticing maybe less people and the empty space between the grinds. Like when I'm editing the podcast, that used to be raid sesh. That used to be oh, sit, yeah. sit down, remote raid for whatever it is, like 10 plus hours while editing the show. Now game's off and That's I, why I, work, I work faster <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i work faster yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the same way when i was editing i used to just accept pretty much any remote raid exactly um but but now i've substituted with just catching up on pokemon go twitter drama there's a whole lot of that out yeah it's like you're 12 uh-huh. seasons behind a show and you just found it almost constantly yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah mark what about you has this affected the way you play the game at all i'd just like to say to the listeners to this show um go cast go cast kyle has just sent me a gift <laughs> in Pokemon. i'm going through the- all my gifts right now <laughs> Oh my god! I just had the notification pop up on my phone. Oh, Oh, now the notifications work. They work like fifty percent of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Have you evolved your investment yet? Until oh my god! (laughs) Don't even talk to me. I've got four more eggs to hatch. They could be Larvesta. You never know. Oh my gosh! Casuals always win. I've just had notifications saying it's Swine Up Classic Community Day as well. Um, oh no, that's been, hasn't it? When was that? That was uh, <laughs> last month. Ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, for me, um, great question. And I, I I, love the game. I do love the game. But, we, you know, has it impacted the way I play it now? Yeah, it has actually. And um, I play the game mainly on my own. So um, I've never, since we've moved around, um, and that is just the nature of it. I've got myself certainly during the pandemic in that headspace where I quite enjoyed just putting some podcast on some music on and just playing the game on my own. And I do find that because of that, I've probably hardwired the way I play it. It's changed quite a lot. And I've recognized that certainly in the last point of the last sort of six months, I've, I've, I've really mm-hmm. sort of realized that I do, I'm not going to change necessarily the, the, the sort of events during the week because we all work, you know, we all, we're all working people. Um, but this is, this is something to do to keep us entertained, give us that work life mixture balance, whatever you want to call it. But I, I have found now I've got more of a passion to make more of an effort for community days. Like the last couple be down to Ealing. And me and Ian have met up, you know, and, and actually I, I'm, I'm enjoying that aspect more because it, it's something in the past I would have done before the pandemic all the time about thinking about it. But having quite a period of time away from it, it it's, it's made me realise actually the in-person bit is what this game is all about. I don't play the game much at all now. Um, I, I know of the events, I'll complete the events. I'm a collector. Um, I, you know, I like to do events, get them on the list, but I haven't, gr- I haven't grinded an event for a very long time. Um, I, I like Ian and uh, Milo, not full-time, far from it, but I do like to create content. If I go away and see different places, I've always been somebody who likes to capture the place I'm going and the game as part of it, and I still do that because it's a memory and I've got a passion for travelling, so I'm going to incorporate that more in the future. But, but yeah, in terms of the game, it has changed a lot. It really has. Um, I think raiding now is a treat, the way I look at it. So, you know, don't get me wrong. People do still send raids. I do still get the orange bar lighting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are still a lot of people raiding. 
into certain ones, but that might be because they've decided it's a treat for me this week. I'm going to do maybe a raid or two. But some of the numbers I used to do on raiding when we didn't have this limitation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't think any of us are under any illusion that uh, they probably did some of us a favor, you know? I just just (laughs) want to ask you from GoFest. Oh, yes. all I need to remember. Oh, yes. (laughs) springs to mind immediately <laughs> yeah i think we've all spent a lot on raiding it's yeah it's kind of a godsend in some ways a little bit it is it is but uh you can't tell me what to do is the prevailing uh <laughs> feeling which so you know exactly. that's all right <laughs> seriously the sass and toxicity you get on twitter is crazy it really it is, is. it's insane and, um, and facebook and instagram <laughs> as you keep saying yes all over social media you look at Facebook it's got lots of angry faces on the posts uh, what's Facebook? yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't believe in Facebook into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's for Instagram it's great because I can just like look at the picture and move on with my life you know <laughs> yeah. it's harder yeah. to do on Twitter because it's just a wall of text more often than not mm. you know so it sucks you in Twitter's it really, garbage really does yeah, you keep. Hey, I can that. I can read it for about like two minutes at a time now. Have you put it in night mode? That might help. Yes, I, no. It's just the garbage content that's posted on it. Oh. I follow a lot of Pokemon oh. Go creators, and it's just I'm like, what what am I scrolling for right now? And I can guarantee every time you log on, there's some sort of complainy comment every right time. at the top. Every time, mm-hmm. well, seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, but that's because those those complainy look at me sort of comments get the most interaction, and that's why. And that's right. just it's always the same media. people. It is mm. the same yeah. people. It's more of a commentary on our failure as a group of human beings than anything <laughs> else, I suppose. Oh, geez, yeah. But uh, also speaking, I, I guess of like one more one more topic uh, that was really kind of big, and I know that Fish and DeFi are going to be talking about this on PVP Corner oh, in a man. much more meaningful, personal, and emotional way than, than uh, Kyle and I can. Um, but Silk Road is, is shutting down. Um, and this was yeah. really surprising for all of us. If you've, been, if you've been, you know, even remotely more involved in this game than a casual level, you have seen, even if you don't battle, you know, people know what Silk Road is because it's more yeah. than just the Silk Cups that they would do. They had research teams. They had the Nest Atlas. They had a bunch of different things. Um, and they are shuddering. And that was that was what they were saying in their post. And uh, this has hit people in some sort of way. They're going to finish out the season for Sylph Cups and stuff like that. But after that, it's kind of just like whatever wants to run itself will run itself. And that means not the website. Yeah. That means the subreddit. Yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. That, that means not the PvP tournaments, none of the curated, none of the tools that exist currently. Right. Right. So it's been a core feature of the Pokemon Go community at large because for the longest time, and we're talking like 95% of the game's life cycle, we've had to seek outside external ways to communicate, build communities, and accomplish things, right? And before there was even GBL, there was PvP matchmaking through Sylph to cover that gap that should not Mm -hmm. have been there, you Mm know? So... Them leaving, shutting down, all that sort of stuff can signal a lot 
to the individual Pokemon Go trainer. And so now I'm, I'm kind of curious how we all sort of feel about this. And this is pretty recent news. We've had maybe like a week to sort of have feelings about it. Um, what do we think this means? Like, is this a greater commentary on the trajectory of the game? Or do we think that the Silph Road just sort of met its, you know, natural end? I, you know, I'm, I'm curious what everybody feels about this particular thing. I think in terms of the community ambassador program, it it gives me a bit of worry, to mm. be honest, because that whole initiative was built using the peeps itself. Like that whole system was built using that format. They'd integrated into their own site. You know, you build up your own community. We started doing it as soon as it was part of the ambassador program here in Ealing, but we'd use the tools for years years and years and years not everybody got on board with it but those who were intrigued at having you know the traveler's card the handshakes the badges it was a nice little collection tool sort of thing but in the current state of where pokemon go is and the decisions that are being made it doesn't give me a lot of hope (laughs) i'll say just in the trust factor i would say because the ambassador program we've talked with uh, one or two people here who in, in london and it's not exactly smooth sailing, even with Silph Road being a part of it. So with them gone, I'm not optimistic. Let's just say that. Yeah, I think that's a fair answer. I've actually not interacted with any community ambassadors. I have no idea what that program looks like. We've had groups in Chicago um, mm. that were already kind of doing that sort of thing. Um, like I think we had one of the largest Discord groups that like you know Nianta came down and talked to them when they were doing go fest the first few times and stuff like that i don't think that really the community ambassador program really caught on in that sort of way here um it, at yeah. least. so it's interesting to hear i'm not gonna lie i totally forgot that that was a thing until Nyanta came out and said hey this is still moving forward after yeah. self's announcement and mm-hmm. i think it's a, a case of too little too late with their own ambassador program they needed the ambassador program in 2019 that's when yeah. that needed to happen. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. It's yeah. I, no one's going to adapt it now because everyone's found what they think is a good enough option if they wanted to do that already. Yeah. People have sourced their own way to build a community in a way. So nearly seven years since the game. Yeah. Kind of yeah. missed the mark. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. And it kind of leaves a weird taste in the mouth when you're like, you're actively going to like, make this not a thing anymore so that you can yeah. do it yourself it just feels very strange I, I think you know it's great that they're going to build out campfire but i, I don't think people are going to really Again, leave discord 2019 <laughs> yeah. to be yeah, here exactly then. exactly yeah. yeah it's also the thing of all the other tools that the silver Road provided i remember back in the day the nests map was mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant absolutely key and was constantly being updated you know tracking how much xp you've got on meeting other people and keeping that sort of connection going there was so much more to silver road than just the little community bits and pieces so it's a shame i think we're losing a lot more than we're potentially going to get back i think carl i think you, when you said it's too little too late I, you know mm. masterable springs to mind as well but, yeah. but, but, <laughs> no, but, but, but in general it's uh it's i think that's a really great phrase and i you know for, for me personally just being honest i know Chris, we might fall out about this. Um, I'll be honest. I personally, I never used 
the Silf Road. Uh, just me personally in my Pokemon. It's just it's um yeah. I've I've never used it. I've never really used the website. Um, I'm just that casual that goes. Oh, where are we going today? We're we going here. Okay, cool. We'll jump in the car. We'll go to the park. Um, but I can completely see, especially on social media, how much of an impact this has had. And I think this is an, a reflection on you know how a lot of people are feeling. A lot of people are feeling demotivated. A lot of people are feeling that it's just too little, too late. A lot of people are just just kind of over it. A lot of people have moved on, and and you know they've been screaming out, "We want this update. We want this. We want this." And it's just really sad. It is really, 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 really sad. I think it's just it was kind of inevitable. Um, but it's you know it just brings me back to that. I think that's a really good thing to say, Carl. That too little, too late. You know, we all wanted this years ago, and people are now just over it, and their lives have changed, and just move on. And they're just like, I can't do this anymore. If if you know, if you guys aren't going to care, let's just say that word might be the wrong word, but if you lot don't care and you own the game, then why should I? I don't get paid for it. I don't get anything mm-hmm. back from it. You know, so I feel like it's it's. Obviously, I don't personally know their relationship. I don't know if they were on a salary with Niantic. I, I, I don't know anything personal details like that. But um, I think, you know, like we well, said. Sylph were sponsored by Niantic for the last year, but that has now come to an end, which is why they're closing right, the doors yeah, because right, of yeah. the funding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a bit of a gut punch when I heard the news. I'm not going to lie. It was, it, it was, it was a shock because it, it's always been there. But I, I do feel that the Sylph Road was one of those things where it's there and you've got the reassurance it's there and they're giving you shiny rates, they're giving you odds, they're giving you information, they're doing all of the sort of groundwork and digging into things. But honestly, I think a lot of people probably very rarely used the resources that were there anyway. And, I, and I'm not being savage when I say that, but no. back in the early days, I did use the, the Nest maps i did use that there was a little thing where you could track all the different trainers that you'd met like a little web that would build up yeah and the traveler passport for community days and events i did use those but i'm i've got to admit since probably 2018 i haven't used any of those and i've never taken part in a pvp tournament so even though it was a shock and i'm going to miss them i mean i'm I'm partly to blame i never use the resources and if people aren't using it what is the point of them actually doing all of this work yeah, I think one of the things is that the biggest impact is in the PvP community, and if you don't take part, yeah. it that's it's totally fair. It doesn't affect you. There's nothing wrong with that. But the grassroots PvP like owes Sylph literally everything. Yeah, it basically would not exist without what Sylph did originally, mm-hmm. and how easy they made it to host your own tournaments mm. is incredibly easy. Like we host tournaments through our Discord, I can't imagine how much more work it's going to be for our PvP guys to and girls to do like and host tournaments. Like it's going to be a nightmare until yeah. uh, maybe another tool fills the gap. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, because there's certainly other entities out there, right? Like Ghost Stadium is still going to be going strong, so it's not like yeah. you won't mm-hmm. have a similar presence in the space. I know people feel all sorts of ways about comparing the two or not, but it, it, you know, it is inarguable that they're in the same space right yeah. and so while yeah. that's true all this infrastructure all this familiarity around sylph cups and sylph tournaments will still just be gone and some people won't want to like learn um another system or move over because they have all of their wins and their trainer profile with all the self sorts of things right because there are people that are like i only do sylph cups or i only do mm-hmm. go stadium yeah. tournaments yeah. Yeah. and people that do both obviously um 
So and equally, yeah. there'll be some people, like Kyle was saying earlier, newer trainers, probably never heard of Sylph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a whole other thing, because there's so many people that have joined since back in 2020 that the player base has increased massively. Yeah. I think one thing about the Sylph Road shutting down that indicates is a danger for the hardcore community in general. Like, I think it's an omen for that. But I think the game itself is is largely unaffected. Unfor- like, it sounds negative to say in that regard, but most people don't care about the Silk Road for who play the game. We got probably 100 million plus people who play Pokemon Go every week, 800,000 on the subreddit, and those are just, those numbers don't even, aren't even accurate. And it's like, but the people who really care about the game are there. They're the ones who put in that kind of effort. So when they're gone and it's only the people who play very casually, what is that going to say about the whole life cycle of the game? Good point, because, I mean, it's the largest franchise in the world. So arguably, it's not going anywhere. The the whole game might change massively to a very casual game. But the Pokemon company aren't. And Niantic, they're not going to let the game just fizzle away and die. If people keep saying, oh, it'll be turned off in a few weeks, it'll be dead by the end of the year. But it may have changed massively, but it'll still be around in some shape or form. What do we say, Ian? 2047, is that what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark, do you have any, any thoughts on this? I mean, you know, I used to use Silk, Silk Road and um, to look at their stats on, on shinies and, and rates. All I need to do now is watch a Milo vlog and it can give me that information. <laughs> So, um, so I, I think um, so. I think Milo's <laughs> partly responsible for the demise of uh, the Silk Road. Oh, no, I'm only joking. Oh, I'm only joking. Well, uh-oh. That's harsh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was sad. It, it was really sad when I saw that. And ironically, in the new area that I that we've moved to, I found a nest in the area where we were going for a bit of a walk in a different area. And I found a nest, and immediately I was going, "Do you know what? I'm going to I'm going to log into Silk Road. I'm going to post this because, as Ian rightly says." I'm part of the problem as well because if you look at nests on there, there's no data on there. No one's no doing you, it anymore. No one's doing it anymore. If you you drill into the area, certainly like I said, the southwest of the UK where I live, you know the nearest place that's got a nest reported on there is about an hour and a half away. So and, mm-hmm. and I remember it, Ealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ealing. Yes, yeah, about an hour off. but I, I think I remember like back in 2018, like if I was going up to Leeds um, to watch to watch a football game. I would look on the Silf Road nest and go, actually, do you know what? That's 20 minutes away. I'll factor some time into my drive and I'll go there and I'll hunt it down because why wouldn't you? But I think, as Kyle also said, this will impact a very, it will impact a percentage. I don't want to put a small, a large, a medium, or whatever that looks like. It's going to impact a percentage of people. Definitely will. But when I saw the announcement, I just felt a bit sad about it. And I think. I think the game has changed, you know, not, not, the game's changed a lot, the game's always evolving, but I think people's behaviours, and like as Ian said, you said people are playing the game now in 2020, but have never used the Silk Road, and I, I do think that there's more fun ways of getting that information out, you know, on YouTube and things like that, and I, I, I do joke, I'm messing around with what I said at the beginning, but I do think you can get that information a lot quicker in presented in a different way. No one infographic. To infographics. <laughs> right, yeah, Ian, exactly. Ian, infographics. They, yeah, that's how we get the new, that's how we yeah. get like, the new month now in, in the game. Yeah. They stop doing the long-ass blogs. Yeah. blogs. yeah. 
Yeah, almost, I kind of missed the blogs, to be honest. <laughs> I do, but didn't you feel that they got a little bit complicated at one point where you're scrolling down and you'd have Very. to scroll they, left and right and then you go into did. another page? They, they did, but I, I think that that was really just, it kind of came down to formatting problems. Mm. Things mm. were just so inconsistent across the board. They're like, okay, this this month we're having a, a feature where like this event is going to be really big about eggs or whatever and then have a, a special egg pool broken out. And then they'd have it reiterated two or three different places yeah in the blog post yes that was the big problem for me personally but okay so the the argument that you know yes this is really sad but it's really only going to probably functionally affect a smaller portion of the of the player base is is true right that's just true of how many people there are but i think it's mostly representative of like the people that were willing to put in the effort invest and do the heavy lift that niantic was not doing or chose not to do at the time and those people becoming disenfranchised is like sirens going off Mm. in my head that's why you know like it could it could just be the 50,000 most dedicated pokemon go trainers and i would still probably feel the same way you know so yeah, it's just sad. I don't even PvP that much. I think I've done one Sylph Cup in the past like two or three years. And um, it's just sad. <laughs> it's just a bummer and a half. Yeah. It really is. It really so, is. So, um, yeah. Dear listener, if you have a friend that is uh, a PvPer, make sure you, you, you check on them because this is not a happy <laughs> time for any of the PvPers in our lives. Do you hear that, boys? Can you check on me, boys? Do you hear that? I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I think even yeah. Pokemon Go put a post out the other day about checking in on friends, if I remember oh right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's like, thanks. <laughs> 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 okay all right well you know i don't want to end on a on a sore note um but but thank you all for being so candid and open to talking about these kind of like hot topic issues right now um it's important to sort of get as many uh, as many perspectives as we can as possible um but i, I do want to make sure that we all have uh, set some goals before we all leave um so i Ooh. want the four of you to set Her. some goals if you Ooh. would kyle and i will set ours at the end of the show but the four of you not getting off easy <laughs> so who like who wants to set a goal what uh, what are you working on currently do you want to set one for a week that's what we normally do is, is this about pokemon go is it yeah is it is... hey it can be whatever you want it can be a pokemon go turn the game on i think mine's going to be quite simple actually it's community day out on sunday fennekin community day so I am going to set the target here and now. I want a minimum of 18 shiners, which is quite casual, but I've got friends around, so I'm not going to be playing it as much as I normally would. All right. Great. Cool. Milo? 50 shiners. (laughs) Not with the plan I've got for Community Day. Um, (laughs) Ian, I'm playing one of my silly transfer games. I would like to be able to, if I can keep 15 shinies on Fennekin Com Day, I'd be happy. I don't know. The other thing is this higher out. or lower, or are you doing a coin toss, or is uh, it a new higher game? or lower is the plan? Okay, which should be good fun because other other people are going to choose, <laughs> so it's up proper jeopardy. But right. I would say max my Hundo Tapu Fini and get the XL, but I'm I'm literally like 18 away. So with Radar, that's going to be difficult to fail. <laughs> so, I'll say you. you- Smart targets, Milo. Smart. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's never yeah. fail. Never fail. All right. It all depends on what that next event is, to be honest. What's the event that's going to be at the end of May? 
a Master Ball event. Yeah, I know, but is there, is there anything else to it? Like, is there, it's going to be, a... be Team Go Rocket, isn't it? It's going to be a Team Yeah, Rocket I want to see what's going on with that. And then maybe God, you are all answering there. like me tonight, aren't you? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I know, we're, we're really curious what that's going to be because it's going to be over our meetup weekend in Chicago. Yeah, we're, we're still oh, waiting for yeah. those details. Chicago. We still have no idea. We have no idea. Are you going to get another Mystic Hero event style thing with nothing Ooh, happening? Uh, <laughs> you, go. you get a pretty yeah. Labras. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, can we all agree, by the way, that the Ponyta was the best one out of the three? Absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah. the most visible. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'll settle for that answer. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I do have a soft spot for Lapras, though, but the, yeah. 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 The, yeah, the hair tie lift. thing was like, I don't know, just not as... It had the best accessory. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so any anybody else want to set some goals, Mark? It's It makes sense. Community Day makes sense because uh, otherwise I was going to set myself a goal of trying to get two Keckley on in, in the next week and <laughs> chip away at uh, this uh, task. But when an event comes on, the Keckley and normally run away and hide even more so. So, yeah, uh, yeah Um I'm, I'm going to focus it around community day as well. I'm going to be playing it extremely rurally. Uh, I'm going back to a place I used to live again. I like those days where the weather's nice and you're out in the country. It's just nice being on your own, put a bit of music on and play it and chill out oh, yeah. a bit. Oh, yeah. I am going to set myself a very ambitious target. I'm not going to be playing any games. I'm just going to be keeping whatever I catch. So my ambition is to have more shiners than Milo uh, after community day. Ooh, okay okay <laughs> be interesting. Right. i like that i like yeah. the sound of that i like the energy the, the of price that. Is, the good. price is right answer right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome awesome coops the time has come you've had extra time <laughs> do, do, do you know what let me keep it on fennec and com day um i'm with the missus we're going out all day but my aim for the week i'm One gonna shiny. actually play it. i'm gonna actually play it and i'm gonna catch three shiny fennec in and, I'm, yeah, right. and I'll be able to talk right. about it next week and I'm excited because I can actually <laughs> I'm sorry and I'll be excited because I'll actually be able to join in to a conversation for once so, um, go for that well, right. what, about, what, what about you two do you you can do them now or at the at, at the end you know what we can probably do them now yeah yeah let's hear let's hear if you need a second I'll go first uh, you can go first I have to think about it for a second <laughs> <laughs> okay all right resources <laughs> casuals get extra time <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, 30 shiny fennekin i think okay and uh i'm I'm still working for that larvesta so i'm just gonna keep hatching eggs i'm gonna i always set a, a probably a pretty blanket goal of like 50 eggs a week so i will probably do that again we'll see how how well that goes what, what's, what's the, the bonus, bonus? <laughs> right? shut up Chris. yes it's oh, triple dust <laughs> <laughs> it's triple dust <laughs> it's dust all right uh, five hundred thousand stardust oh, as well Dang. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is why I should have gone first. Uh, I thought I was doing you a favor. Come I on. know. I had the same question as you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say probably 12 shinies. I'm not actually sure. I only have like an hour and a half to play because uh, I have to go to work. So that's unfortunate. And what what am I currently at? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 300,000 Stardust. And I'm going to say... 500,000 experience because I'm going to... You're not 50? I'm not 50. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. And uh, <laughs> going to try and open some gifts to get that experience. Should so. we all do that? Ooh. You're not level 50? You're not level 50? You're That's okay. Level 50. I, wear, I, I wear that with pride. <laughs> not level 50? 
You could be level 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah level right. 50. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I, now, I just, Kyle, how far away are you? I'm, I'm 46, but uh, I'm literally 70 million experience away from 50. <laughs> so, no. By GoFest, then, you're going to be level 50. <laughs> <laughs> By GoFest, it would be like a million a week. <laughs> so, That's no. doable. It is doable. doable, just not for me. No, Ian, you're so motivational, aren't you? I thought you were going to go, anyone else would have gone, that's not going to happen. But he's like, you can do it. You can. You can it's possible. It. Uh, Two million a week, I think, Kyle. For 70 million, there's only 52 weeks in a, in a year, right? So. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and we're well, already mostly there. <laughs> And how long until go fast? I don't like know. Like two and a half months. Like, like yeah, two and a half. Months, like eighteen months. weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's close. Okay, this might be ambitious. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing going thought, on. <laughs> you, you absolutely can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're level forty-seven, Kyle. Yes, yes, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> see, see, here's the downside. I have to do like fourteen more raids for the for the oh. quest there, and I'm like, oh, I have to do the raids. But yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, no, I. I, it will be 47 before I go to New York for GoFest. That's that's okay. that's going to happen. I'll set that as a long-term goal here. Does that help that make everybody feel good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. We'll hold you to it. We'll, yeah, we'll check in with you in New York. <laughs> that's yes. right. Yeah. Oh, God. Well done, Kyle. Well, well done taking a strong step forward in your Pokemon Go trainer career. That's, that's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we've gone through, if you can believe it, we've it's been 96 minutes of our recording so far, and we're only now about to hop into the news. Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, we got two short uh, news pieces here, and one is very weird. One is very weird. <laughs> I don't think any of us saw it coming, although we've made plenty of Master Ball jokes so far and references, but... That's the second one. The first one is save the dates for season 11, a very exciting blog post. Um, let's see what it has to say. Trainers, now that the final community day of season 10, Rising Heroes is behind us and soon the season itself. Thank goodness. We'd like to share <laughs> next season's community day Truth. dates. I was so ready to be optimistic for Rising Heroes, everybody. Oh, like man. I was. And it just, I kept being like, oh, at least there's some good rates. Oh, no. Nope. It's kind of on the season of a Lola type level. <laughs> it was a season of endless disappointment. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is the season of oh sure, I I guess. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um Saturday, June 10th, Sunday, July 9th. That'll be a community day classic. Sunday, July 30th, and Sunday, August 13th. Those will be the community day and the one community day classic date for uh this upcoming season and community days aren't the only events on the horizon here are the dates for additional in-game events coming next season uh saturday june 3rd saturday july 22nd and saturday and sunday august 26th and 27th is going to be pokemon go fest 2023 global i hope you didn't already forget (laughs) (laughs) and then they had to you know say at the end stay tuned for more details about june community day and beyond safe to say we'll probably know like a few days at least before it happens right um just joking they've been pretty good about the community day announcements yeah it's normally a few days after the previous one yeah 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 they do do a good job with that so uh are are there any anybody out here's got a strong opinion or a strong prediction of what we're going to be seeing in these community days we know axio is coming Axio is definitely june but i i i don't think it's june i think axio i think they're going to make august massive 
Yeah. And I think I they're going to hold it for August. No, they yeah. can't. Like, I think it, that's worlds. That does, that's look, the see, there's one, thing, there's one thing the Pokemon company loves to do. And it's have everything that they ever have happen happen at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, it's yeah, true. That is, yeah. So yeah. August is apparently that time. I will say uh, the Comday Classic will be Machop. Um. It won't. Ooh, yes. Give it up. Really <laughs> won't. Yes. Give it payback. Let's go. It's finally happening. I think we're oh, going to starter. I think I, it's a starter. I think Gasly should happen oh, just because XL Candy didn't exist last I time love it happened. That- Kyle and Coops are both going, oh my god, 2020 Com Day Mons. The <laughs> shop was even 2021. It's like, we haven't even got through 2018 stuff. That doesn't yet. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter which one. Nothing makes sense, Milo. I, yeah, I know. I know. We said this I've, earlier. I've got, a, I've got a feeling, and it might be totally off base, but I've got a feeling, Squirtle. <laughs> I, think, I think it could be because it was the same month. It was July 2018, wasn't it? I believe it was. Thinking oh, no, thanks. Absolutely not. Be, what if they yeah. brought back the sunglasses, though? For the exactly, be a quest it, hunt yeah. for the shine yeah. for the sunglasses. Still I don't think they do it. I'm like, I'm just being <laughs> honest. I don't think they'd bring the sunglasses back if they did it for a classic. Don't but they should. <laughs> we need Cyndaquil home. For community <laughs> classic. I want to. I've got a Cyndaquil. for Kyle. Oh, it? Oh, I'm like, oh, I can actually skip this one. <laughs> They could release the Hisui and Typhlosion with the community. Yes. yes. Yeah. That would be That'd cool. Be that would be good. Be yeah. Actually, guess that's a good idea. They won't do that. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> again. It's a good going there again. Yeah, because they're going to release that as a raid day, aren't they? Let's face it. Wait, so I mean, Chris, probably. do you want yeah. Machop as well? Because the boys take the mickey out of me because I literally love Machop. Oh, I love I love Machop. I love Machop. Machop's great. Yeah. It's not that we don't love it, Coops. It's the fact that Milo rightly said we've got 2018 and 2019 to work through. And 2020. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I don't <laughs> think they're going in order. I think it's just happenstance. Coops, yeah. I will say, the shiny is downright offensive, how bad it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not great. It's but not great. But Machop is great. Yeah, definitely one I, I want on the list for sure. But the boys are like, we want Beldum, we want Beldum. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, Beldum, I mean, Beldum would be great. One. I would yeah. like to have Beldum too. So yeah, I, I would love Beldum or ba- or Bacon. We say Bacon yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> bacon. bacon. Oh, don't start me off. Bacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the shiny, just char grilled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like sizzle. A Even bacon call? sandwich. I was like, wait, what? What's oh. going on? Mm. Bag on lettuce, tomato. Yeah. Oh, BLT community today. BLT community. BLT. Get your BLT mega energy right now. I think that's the episode name. I think that's the episode name for sure. I do have one. I have one question before we move on to the next uh, piece of news: is why why are we so why are we so confident about Axio? Where did that come from? Oh, it's, it's the it's the Gibble Dino format. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the thing. Over the last sort of two years, whatever the rare shiny was for the GoFest then gets its community day yeah, in it. June, the year after, and it's Gibble. It. <laughs> then it was Dino. No, Actually, was the too. one that I raided too much for GoFest yeah, last exactly. year. Yeah, yeah. And um, this year, GoFest is going to feature Gumi. It's Gumi. 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 Yeah, yep. I'm telling yep. you. I, yep. I already told Chris this. I think two weeks ago. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pattern. It's about the only pattern you can follow, but it's there. Yeah, we got to hold on to the patterns we actually have left. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, they're going to come back and say June is Sawaddle. Here you go. No, oh, great, great. 
Yeah, stick around for uh, raids after the fact with Swad Loon for Star <laughs> yeah, Raids. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, awesome. Yep. So save those dates for season eleven. The ne- the next news item here is like really out of left field. I don't think any of us saw this coming anytime soon. But at the same time, it still feels like it's very late. Why it didn't show up sooner? Never miss with the Master Ball. Trainers, in the course of your travels, you may have heard of the very best Pokeball with the ultimate level of performance, the Master Ball. When used, it will catch any Pokemon you encounter in Pokemon Go without fail, whether it be in the wild, through lure modules, after raid battles, or while using your daily adventure incense. I think they they ended on that one because that's like the most practical use. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. In yes. the current. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This powerful item will soon be available to all trainers in Pokemon Go. And what will you use it to catch? And then there's another little part of this. Essentially, it's saying that it is in the seasonal research. So if you have not been doing it, make sure you're caught up. I think we're on step four of six, waiting for uh, waiting for uh, Professor Willow to come back to us. Yeah, it's left us hanging. Yeah, <laughs> we need to do a wellness check on Professor Willow. That's really honestly. <laughs> But it does say uh, receiving a rare and powerful Master Ball is a special occasion. Think wisely about how you'll use it and keep a lookout for future opportunities in Pokemon Go to acquire more. So they have, uh, you know, confirmed more or less that we won't just be getting one. Although I do feel like most of us are going to hold on to it like we're only going to be getting one. So Mm -hmm. until you get your second one. I think that's wise. Yeah. Until we get a second one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is this is interesting. I'm kind of curious what everybody thinks about how this is going to work. What are you going to use it on? You know, uh, so, Mark, why don't we start with you? How do you think this is going to kind of shake out and what would you use it on? I did see someone. I'm pleased someone put the comment because I was thinking this immediately was what happens if it attacks as I throw it and I lose it? I saw that same complaint and then I saw someone else comment in Let's Go. The Master Ball doesn't even have a throw. It just catches it like yeah, it plays yeah. an animation. Yeah. Oh, so that seems like a logical choice. Yeah, yeah. But when has Niantic been logical? I was so, going to say, yeah. they won't have coded it right. So you throw it, you would lose it. Yeah. If you like, like <laughs> dropping it, just like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> on the screen. Like, there's like a, no. little, there's a little drop of water on the your water, screen. Yes. And you go to do a yeah. curve. Oh, yeah. Rain right on the screen. You throw it away. <laughs> oh. So we can we can only hope that they have thought of that. You're two thousand raids down, you finally get your hundo. No, you're out oh, on your adventure no, no, incense no. walk, and it's a Galarian bird, and you're sweating in one drop of sweat while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Right in the way as your fingers going, it's like really slow motion <laughs> moment in an anime. It's the, the tink. Yeah, well, oh, unfortunately, it's going to be somebody in APAC that finds out this problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ian, absolutely. It'll be APAC. They'll report oh, it no. straight away. It doesn't yeah. work. Ah, it'll be Thank you, Tessas from the land down under. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's long overdue. Uh, I think it is probably, um, you know, it's something we've probably forgotten about in Pokemon Go, certainly. I mean, for, for, for us, I wouldn't say us all, but for people that probably just play Pokemon Go, it, it, it's another probably new item that some people might not even have been aware of. But for those who know how the game works, yeah, it's probably overdue now. Um, what will I be using it on? It's going to be the one thing that I've encountered a few of, but I haven't caught one yet. It's yeah. going to be a Galarian bird. Yeah. But I've said Swaddle already. On, I've already said Swaddle. <laughs> But I will be controversial, boys, because... Oh, um, be careful, please. 
I won't use it on a Galarian Zap. It will be an Articuno. Right. <laughs> or, uh, probably the hardest one to throw on anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, I will probably be there sat there with my master ball watching Galarian Zapdos' appear every flipping day. Yep, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be the thing. It'll know. And you'll just, like, I've yeah. caught three Galarian Zapdos just naturally. I can't find the Articuno. It's <laughs> a great strategy. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Coops, what about you? When you use your one master ball on? You, Chris. No, no, so sorry. All right. Aww. Let's go. That was really sweet. That's Thank the nicest you. thing someone's ever said to Thank me. You. So, <laughs> so we can watch some musical theater shows together. No. Um, yes. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, first of all, bro, I would like to say um, I'm not going to go on a little rant again, you know, like Carl, too little, too late. We know that. Let's move on. Um, I think this, I think it's fantastic. Honestly, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I've definitely mentioned this before on, on, on our show. I've mentioned it before when I used to create videos. I think a master ball would be a fantastic, fantastic uh, feature of the game. Because I've spoke to so many people and they've been like, man, I did like three, four, five, six hundred raids to to encounter a hundo raid quasar and it ran. And I've always thought, God, that not that it's unfair because that's RNG. It's how the game works. It's in the code. I get it. But it's still when you listen to someone's story, you're still like, damn, bro. Like that, 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 that's mm-hmm. quite, that's a lot to hear. So I think it's fantastic. You can now use your 18, 19 balls. And on the last ball, if you don't catch it, you can use your master ball. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, and I am like, uh, Kyle, there will definitely be some sort of animation. There'll be no way that as soon as you click it, it will just catch it. There's no way you can drop a ball. I mean, I say no way. Let's wait and see. But I, yeah. Will, be, yeah. I will be horrified <laughs> if Niantic let you drop a ball. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That'd be... Oh. But, um, yeah. Drop- uh, for, for me, I don't really know why people care about catching a three, ten, eight Galarian Zapdot. I really don't get that at all. So I definitely won't oh. be using mine. Um, I know that's controversial, but I've never. I think I've used my daily incense less than five times. I don't understand the point of it. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, <laughs> casuals vibe. Yeah, no, no, listen, <laughs> I, I don't know. Everyone's like, oh my god, I just got a Galarian Articuno, and it's like four one six. I'm like, okay, and what? Anyway, yeah, move, you look moving. Trade it. Huh? You just look at trade it then. There you get twelve. Yeah, you got to find somebody else who has one. It's perfect. That's yeah, perfect. it's perfect. 12, 12, 12. No, no, honestly, <laughs> I think as a feature, I think it's brilliant, and I just hope that um, they don't give you one sort of like once every like 10 months or something it'd be really lovely to maybe get like one a month for one it'd be fantastic but no, i think the features honestly i think i think it's i think it's perfect i really do yeah it'd, be, it'd just be nice if we knew what the cadence was going to be about how we could expect them so we could plan around them that'd be kind of nice but i think for that reason we won't so it's more of a surprise probably milo any thoughts about master ball a couple um, all right first as <laughs> okay. a first as a warning treat this like cosmog Remember in the season <laughs> yes, of light, they yeah. said, oh, yeah. don't worry, you'll be able to find another Cosmog in the distant future. Mm-hmm. I think we're somewhat into the distant future. Yeah. How much further do we have to go before X, Y, Z will Cosmog appear? So treat that you may only get one Master Ball a year, which right. fine. It's a super rare item, but it's don't be months, optimistic about months, getting loads it. of them. <laughs> 10 months, all right, whatever the casual ghost says. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but don't expect them that often. Yes, you can utilize it on a Galarian bird. I'm personally just going to save mine. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what other people who are sort of hardcore players think about it because maybe a wild Shundo might be a bit more of a play for it because if they keep, if a shiny legendary is still a guaranteed catch, there's no point in using it. 
that given we've had all of the bits and pieces about the catch rates being altered or ch- if, hidden or exactly, something like that's that, if it's still a thing, yeah, are the catch would, rates of shiny yeah. legendaries no longer going to be a guarantee? We'll have to see. I've had one or two Hondo legendaries run, and it's been a bit of a burn. But at the end of the day, the way that Pokemon Go works, there are so many Pokemon you can utilize, and so many Pokemon <laughs> are actually better than legendaries in whatever typing. I don't know. It does. It's just a little bit too late, as Kyle said. I can't really think why I'd use my Master Ball on, because I don't really fancy... If I'm going to have a Galarian Bird run on me, it's like, okay, all right, whatever. It ran again. If I catch it and use my Master Ball and it's like a one, two, seven, it it's sort of like, right, I've wasted it. i fully wasted it. So... Let's yeah, see, shall said, we? Yeah, but, yeah, but if you, that's what I said, though, bro. You've got your last ball, you've encountered a yeah. Hundo Eveltal after 250 raids. It's a perfect time to use it. I don't under... Or not, unless I'm... I don't know. I'm talking about the glaring bird stuff. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you don't know when no, you utilise yeah. it. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking... Coops use it on a matchup. <laughs> yes, definitely on a matchup. <laughs> you think it's a Hundo and it's not. It's like a 258 or something like that. It's just like, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Most unfortunate. That's right. All right, Ian, what are you saving your master ball for? Well, I think Whitfield and I are sharing a very similar viewpoint of this. We know it's an uber rare item, and I genuinely don't think that we'd get many of these in the game. Uh, we're certainly not going to be getting one a month. It, it's it's going to be a very rare commodity, a very rare item in the game. So. I I did think maybe Galarian Bird, but then I honestly think I'm just going to sit on mine. I gen yeah. I think it's one of these items that it's going to be difficult because whatever you use it to catch, you're probably going to regret it at some point anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I think I'm just going to sit on mine and just save my one a year, one every two years, or however many it is until. The game closes. No, honestly. Let's just say, let's just say hypothetically that they did change uh, that your guaranteed cap rate on raid shinies isn't a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Then there might be uses further down the road for them that we don't see now. Ian, you'll have you'll have twenty four though by the time the game ends, (laughs) and that'll be my flex. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you'll win all of the contests in the team uh, tents. Oh, my God. Sure, yeah, so many balls. Balls. Yeah, yeah, like, yep. It'll be a medal, won't it? <laughs> medal. It, it, it medal. could be, actually. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. The master ball medal. <laughs> but that concern, <laughs> the concern about the, the guaranteed catch on a shiny legendary going away was also, like, my, my first instinct. When I read that, I was like, Boy, that sounds a lot like it needs a foil in game design, and yep. that would be our guaranteed catches we already have on some of the things, which is and just this, the one. And this know? ball has been in the game code for a long time. Has been, yeah. So I don't know. I guess we're gonna we're gonna have kind of have to say. Um, I mean, so Niantic has never confirmed catch rates or and and in none of their published material they've they've mm. never communicated that mm-hmm. a shiny legendary is guaranteed. That's just been the case yes. for people catching it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think there is there was like a very, very slim chance that you wouldn't catch it. I'm pretty sure that's happened at least once or twice. 
when this conversation comes up. Speed lock and yeah, I think it's things. only because yeah, it could be external stuff. Right, and, and just so. wait for the fall if they do change the guaranteed catch on these. Just wait for the social media fallout. It's oh going to be gosh. incredible. Oh, yeah. Twitter yeah. will just set fire. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That'll be and, and Facebook. And Facebook. And Instagram. And Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I think Master Ball is a little overrated, except for like one use case for Galarian birds. But then again, like Ian said, I agree that I'm going to be like, why did I use it on the other two when I decide mm. which one to catch? Yeah, because I like all of those birds. Those birds are great. They're so, cool. Yeah, they're real cool. Kyle, any thoughts? Uh, I well, I think you covered it mostly. I think there are two use cases in a non shiny hundo legendary that you really want yeah. and the glaring bird that you want. I personally will save it until probably like Maybe Giratino comes back to raids, and if I ever encounter a hundo, that's what I'd use it on because I would like to not lose that. My guy. <laughs> and if I don't, and if I don't end up using it on that because I get one or something else, it's definitely going to be used on Galarian Zapdos because I don't, I don't really care about its stats. I just want to collect one. Okay, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Very cool design. Sure. And one last thought: this is the perfect item to do what they've already done with for this season. And give it as the reward for the last reward of a season. Yeah. Once a season is every three months for a year. It just. That does work with the format. I think for Mm -hmm. a year is such a perfect amount of something that's really, really valuable. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's even in their eyes. That's too many. But to me, that sounds like a very reasonable amount that people would still use it. Versus hold on forever. It's a good mm. carrot on the stick, though, because this whole like seasonal long research thing is supposed to be something that you interact with over the course of the entire season. And of course, we've all been sitting the same page for a month and a half, um, but it, it's supposed to like, you know, keep the retention of the player in for the duration of that season. Oh, I'm already on step four of six. I got to finish it out. I might as well. Right. That's absolutely the play there. So yeah. I think the fact that it keeps you on the hook and, and that it's a reward for something that you've earned in game. I think would makes a lot of sense. That's, that's right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think Kyle makes a good point in sense of maybe for a year or making it the end of a season reward keeps the incentive to actually maybe use it because we've also three or four of us have said we're going to sit on it. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know when you're going to get it. Something can be too rare for use. At yeah. that point, you're sort of like, well, what's the point of having it in the game? then if it's so rare that so many people won't bother utilizing the item it's kind of funny that it's it's so different from the main series game because everybody saves their master ball in the main series game too because you only mm. get one no one ever mm. uses it that's what everyone yeah. always says and yeah, true that's not a big deal pokemon doesn't care they only gave you one they don't have yeah. to worry about what they're doing mm-hmm. but right. niantic needs you to use it because they need to give you another one because they need it to yeah. maintain its value if it's yeah. so valuable as to not use it, it actually has no value at all. Yeah, and and that's a good argument. So, what is too rare? What is too common? Yeah, absolutely. Because straight away to me, sirens are going for a year. Seems like too many, mm. but is it? Well, yeah, it's a fine line yeah. for sure. It'll it'll turn up in the shop and it'll cost you a thousand poker coins. <laughs> there you go. That's right. My, 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 my. And all of your pineapps. That's the most accurate uh, idea we've had here so far, I think. Yeah. I could, I could see it going into the shop, actually. Yeah. Like medallion price. Yeah. Yeah. 
it'd be really cool if it was uh, tied with daily incense and that they kept putting other things in there that was a rare spawn um, that were new yeah. to the game, like the Galarian birds. So they're like, okay, so for this season, the Galarian birds are going to be the chase and adventure, uh, daily adventure incense. Mm. And, you know, make sure you've kept your master ball. Who knows when these Pokemon will be back or how they'll appear. Like, that'd be cool if they paired those off. And then I think at that cadence, people will be encouraged to use them use that feature and they'll have some sort of guidance from Mm -hmm. you know the authority which would be niantic of of how to use it right instead of just like oh well don't drop it (laughs) (laughs) and that being it you know (laughs) but but it all circles back around too are people going to be scared to use it if they don't know how long they're going to be waiting to get another yeah 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 absolutely when you deep it i think the good thing is is that the game's been running for so long we've not had it so it's kind of like now everyone's got by. We've all played the game. We've all had a Galarian bird run away from us. We've all had a hundo from a legendary raid run away from us. So I think it's, I actually think if they'd implemented it in before, it would have been fantastic. But if you looked at it that way, I get what you're saying, E, but we're all going to use it because we've, we've been, they've never existed. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like, it's yeah. not, if they now released another feature about the Galarian, I don't know, there isn't any, but the Galarian beasts, we'd now be a bit more like that because we'd be like, oh, damn because now they've been introduced afterwards. Because we've gone through the stress of 18 Galarian birds running from us, we're kind of over it. So if we've got a master ball, oh, yeah, we'll use it. But do you know what I mean? It's kind of not that deep in that, if you looked at it from well, that you angle. You say that, but I think three of us said we weren't going to use our ball, master ball. Mm. No, no, no. I'm, no, wait, no, for the, no. wait for the shiny Galarian birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my Imagine, God. Chris, though, from the point you said there, they just drop Arceus into the game or the daily incense. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you're like, I used it on a what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I dropped it, it on a Starly. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped, fell, and caught, and caught something like a fur. That would be a way to lose. That would be a way to lose a Pokemon Go friend. Is use someone's use on a shiny hop hip. <laughs> yeah, oh shiny yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because they're implying that you can use it in so many different settings. Like if somebody's help, asking you for help for catching a, a raid Pokemon, because that's very common. We've all raided with yeah. friends in person that are just absolutely bad at throwing, right? And they're like, mm. "Okay, I've got two balls left. I need your help." <laughs> you just scroll over and throw their master ball up the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not fail. <laughs> Do it for the content, Milo. You got to. Oh. You got to. It's another video idea, bro. Next, <laughs> next shiny slack off. Oh, I'm not to throw your master ball. Pokemon. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, that's it for the news. And that's I think it's it for our time together here today as well. So I just wanted to thank all four of you so, so much for coming on the show. It's It's been fantastic. And I'd like uh, to offer you some time to, to plug the show and your individual channels and where people can find you. So uh, why don't we start with your individual stuff or whoever wants to also plug the, the podcast general, please do. But why don't we start with Ian on this one? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my YouTube channel is simply Ian Waterfall. My Twitter is Ian Waterfall. My Instagram is Ian Waterfall. So basically Ian Waterfall across <laughs> nice. across everything. Nice and simple. I like to keep it simple. In terms of the podcast, Incensed Podcast is available on all good podcast platforms. You can find us by simply typing Incensed Pod and bad ones. You can simply find us by typing <laughs> Incensed Podcast in your search engine and we will come up. We've got a nice little black background with a turquoisey bluey greeny green? yes green sort of smoke swirly smoke logo and uh when you do hit that subscribe 
or plus button or follow button, depending on which service that you use. And also, if you're on Spotify, please rate us five stars just to keep no, people leave, happy. Leave that for me. Leave that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, Milo. Yeah, so across the board, I am Pogo Milo UK on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Linktree as well. It's much easier. We've got an instance Linktree. It's got all the oh, links. It's much easier to follow. Oh, wow. okay. um, they're very, very good. So that's me across the board. Oh, and, and I, I'm just going to insert this right here for everybody. We will have all of this in the show notes. So you don't have to pause and write it all down or pull over and <laughs> write it down if you want. Although we would encourage you. I mean, please, please go ahead. But uh, we will also have links in the show notes. Uh, Mark, go ahead. What about you? Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. So I am I'm primarily on I'm on YouTube, Masterful27. But I, I am very active on Twitter. I love Twitter. It's a safe place. No one's nasty safe. to anyone <laughs> on there. And we have some great conversations on that. You can find me a masterful <laughs> underscore 27 on Twitter. <laughs> For your all your therapy needs, come to us, hang out. It's great. Amazing. <laughs> but, but, Amazing. But thank you, Chris and Carl. Lovely to be on. Cheers, boys. Absolutely. Uh, Coop, something about reviews on Spotify? How did you know? No, so obviously... No, I don't know. <laughs> so obviously, um, I have no personal stuff, but I will just uh, reiterate what Ian said. Yeah, you can find Incense Podcast um, on all platforms. Um, come follow us on Twitter as well. We do sort of polls every week. Um, you know, you can sort of reach out to us. We've got different segments in the show that you can sort of contact us and reach out to us, different sort of ways. But yeah, follow us on Twitter at Incense Podcast. And a bit like what the boys have said about all their personal handles, it's literally just at Incense Podcast on sort of really everything. And um, yeah, speaking of Spotify, thank you, Chris. It's a smirk. <laughs> come, come, if, if you do use Spotify, make sure you find us on there, Incense, the Pokemon Go podcast. And uh, yeah, give us a five star if you can, because um, I've got a bone to pick with the GoCast. They've got like 800 more reviews than what we do. So, so if, if, we, if you've enjoyed us tonight, we're going to take some of you and give us a five star um, on Spotify. That'd be really greatly appreciated. Um, and yeah, boys, thanks again for having us on. Really appreciate it. Mm absolutely yeah, thank you very much yeah thank you yeah, no, thank you all for your time it's been wonderful having you on uh coops if i if i go and i look and our spotify <laughs> reviews have gone down after this comes out, you're gonna get Words. you're gonna get a very casual dm from me <laughs> casual dm oh my and chris casual. that's right good news right. you'll get a casual reply <laughs> all right good it's good to set expectations yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks again to all four of you thank you to the incensed podcast crew at large and make sure y'all go and subscribe and check out the show if you have not already and if you haven't already it's been a missed opportunity so you can fix that that's the good news but we will say goodbye and we will come back for the rest of the show after a short break when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply All right, welcome back. Thanks again to the Incensed Podcast boys for coming and spending some time with us. Um, actually, not just some time, quite a bit of time. It was a, a, a treat 
through and through. <laughs> um, so as as a result of the longer time we spent, we're, we're going to kind of cut down and slim down this back air quotes half of the show. Um, and we're just going to go right into Pokepole. So our last Pokepole question was, with GoFest dates and locations announced, what do you think this year's theme will be and which Pokemon would you like to see featured? First response from Triptando, and they said, with some pink diamonds in the logo, this year's featured mythical just has to be Diancie. I quote, Diancie is born from a carbink that undergoes a mutation. It can instantly create diamonds by compressing the carbon in the air. Hold up. I, I don't think there's much carbon in the air like that. That sounds like there'd be catastrophic consequences. For Unless that. it's able to like separate it from carbon dioxide. <laughs> It just sounds Maybe? like an explosion from yeah, separating sure. all the atoms. It sure does. Anyways, <laughs> Diancie's pink glimmering body is said to be one of the most loveliest sights to experience in the world. So I could see this year's theme being about looks, appearance, and that sort of vibe. Glimmer and shine. Maybe we'll even get some more character customization options. Ooh. With the note that everyone is beautiful as they are. Would be nice to be able to represent a little bit more in your trainer, more accurately looking like yourself. Length, hairstyle, body type, etc. All options I would welcome in the game. Absolutely. Uh, I then think we one, all would. We need more then body one types. More thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just please. There's not even like a height. Like, come on. Anything. Anything. Then one more thing about Diancie. It has a mega evolution. I'm curious to see how they will handle that. Will we get only one Diancie, like with all other GoFest mythicals? Will we even get its mega evolution right away? Will it be in legendary mega raids like Latios and Latias? And we could get multiple Diancie? Curious to hear what you guys think on this topic. Um, I mean, I, I think if it's if it is Diancie, I think it'll be get the same treatment we did before. Well, you'll have one at the research for the Go Fest, you'll have another one for the for the research at the finale for the summer or the global, whatever they decide to do with it, and then we will all get some sort of research <laughs> in like a year or two with the shiny version. Yeah, but um, so so here's yeah. the here's the thought, though. This is not the first mythical that we would potentially get multiple of like regularly because both Deoxys and Darkrai are technically mythical Pokemon. So there's the possibility to have it in Mega Raids, Legendary Mega Raids, and just go with it. I think that's unlikely. I think if they do it, they don't reward you a Pokemon and they have to just give you extra stuff and then mega energy of course you know what i'm saying yes because I, yeah, I don't I, see I, a compromise otherwise they can't there's no way that they give us you know two mew two celebi we only have one drachi i think at this point but and not only give us one diancy yeah plus it has the the mega question too you know like how, how are you going to acquire mega energy right so I mean, probably just relegated to tasks, right? But we're not it's running too, them. Up. It's too available. Like, ta like as funny as that sounds, even if the tasks are rare, ta and this is going to be very pessimistic sounding, but it's just very true. Tasks don't make Niantic any money. Right, right. And there's sure. no way you don't monetize Mega Energy. There's right. no way. Yeah, but then do you do you what put uh, do you put an incentive on Carbink who has a, a narrative tie to Diancy um, in one star raids and that one star raid will also give you mega energy for Diancy or something like I don't know I don't know that'd I be think, interesting 
like I think it would be more interesting to do a five star raid that doesn't reward a Pokemon and instead yeah. rewards you. Obviously, you have to turn it up to a certain degree or maybe we just don't see it until <laughs> Kalos tour. It's very possible. <laughs> Honestly, it's very it's very possible. What they, 31. What they could do is give us DNC and then not give us the mega form until much yeah. later. And yeah. this would that would effectively just push this decision back. You know, yeah, like, that's I mean, that's that's it. what's going to happen. We're, we're not going right. to see it. There's no way. Yeah. But it is a difficult question. They have to answer for it being a mythical for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Our next thoughts from Maxitron. They said Manaphy and Fionn need their debut. Yeah, Diancie needs to be out for its Mega to be available, but we are way past Sinnoh, and unless they're holding on to Manaphy for a special research line like they did for Solgaleo and Lunala, or for Sinnoh Go Tour, Manaphy needs to be up to bat. Aside from that, I agree with Kyle that Gumi is going to be featured so we can have its community day in summer slash fall of 2024. Yeah. <laughs> if they stick to Manaphy, then I can see the Lake Trio being globally available like Latias, or Latios, or the Beasts. Dialga, Palkia, and Giratina could be in raids, and maybe there's some special raid for Arceus. That's another mythical that's due that could be in this GoFest, but it may be more likely saved for Sinnoh Tour along with the Deity's signature moves. Oh, man. I am fully convinced that every time somebody at Niantic looks at Arceus, they, like, shiver and then just <laughs> look away. Just, yeah, yeah. they're like, another day. <laughs> that's a problem for future Niantic. Yeah. Like, like, like that scene in Iron Man one when Terrence Howard looks at the uh, Mark one Iron Man suit and he's like, maybe next time. Yeah, that's maybe just next time. Every single time they look at Arceus, there's no way they're like, we can't do it. No, we just we can't right, do it. Right. I mean, and then can't once you sit it. down to think about it, like, oh, that's right. This thing has eighteen forms. Never mind. Let's table this. Yes. I, I forgot. <laughs> it's like. The, this morning, 8 a.m., Arceus meeting. Oh, boy. Ooh, 8.05, we know we made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, uh, good good response. I, I mean, I think uh, a Sinnoh Gotor is probably going to have all of those things. And if they don't, they'll have to give us stuff. They'll give us um, <laughs> one Arceus in a research, and it's the regular form, and the moves are not going to be good, right, in order to balance it out. Yeah, and then there's, if there's no way get, Arceus is good. And if we get Deancey, we won't have Mega right away or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we do have one voicemail response from Crazy Cobra as well that we're going to play. Hey, Cherif and Chile. It's Crazy Cobra again. Ooh. I'm sort of answering the Pokeball. Uh, it was asking what the theme should be and what Pokemon should be featured for GoFest 2023. First, not to be unoriginal, but I agree that Gumi should be featured with its shiny form. It's my favorite Dragon-type Pokemon, and it totally deserves the shiny. As for the game, my vote is that is for like a title like The Glint of the Gym or something like that, as I believe that this GoFest will introduce terrestrialization into the game. It fits so well considering the crystal-like background and Diotsi. For those who don't know, terrestrialization is the gimmick for the latest Pokemon generation, Scarlet and Violet. Basically, mid-battle, the Pokemon can be terrestrialized, which makes it more powerful, while adding a crystal coat over your Pokemon and temporarily changing its type to the Terra type. It's Terra type. This is where things get interesting. Their Terra, t- their Terra type is almost always one of their original types. 
For example, Bulbasaur would have either grass or poison terratype. But sometimes the Pokemon can have a unique terratype, like flying terratype Pikachu. This leads to some strengths and weaknesses and some surprising twists in battles. Obviously, some aspects of the mechanic would have to be changed, but I think that this is likely to be introduced based off of clues I have. Uh, I guess I'm sorry for the long voicemail, but at least I wasn't cut off halfway. Shiny gooby vi- Goomy vibes to all. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I would love to see Terratice brought in. I agree. It adds a, a great oh dimension to the rock, gosh. paper, scissors nature of the game. But, man, PvP would just be transformed. It would. And, like, so, Magas and Gigantamax present a massive problem for Go's PvP. It just doesn't mm-hmm. work. The, mm-hmm. the format doesn't support it. It would break pretty much everything, in my opinion. We already see it on mega days where there's like one mega that is the only one you want to use, really. Yeah. When it's when it's been relegated to, uh, oh, isn't this a wacky fun thing to do? We already know that that's probably not going to be made yeah. for competitive, right? Um, but terrestrializing, it has a place in Go. Like mm-hmm. it has a really, really good place in Go, I think. So that I, I don't I don't even PvP, but I could already understand how interesting that could be. The thing about it, too, is that it lends itself to mobile gaming because it's it's a resource sink if you want to change the Terra type. In, in game, you have to collect, you know, 50 Terra shards of that type, which you get from sometimes in the wild, but mostly from doing Terra raids. Raid dens, yeah. Right, right. So it would be interesting if you could get raid uh raid terra shards from like lower lower level raids or would have more of them or something like that which would be a great way of encouraging people to do that like I, that think it because it's a resource sink it's perfect yeah oh that's a good idea it's a really good I, idea. I hope this is gonna sound funny i hope niantic skips over gigantamax and figures out terrestrializing first oh i, I mean don't, I yes don't, yeah. i don't think it's gonna happen personally but i would like to see it happen Yes, I would like to see it happen as well, but at the same time, give me my Gigantamax Charizard because it looks so sick. <laughs> ah, it's okay. Give me my Cave of Wonders Gengar. So, <laughs> who dares disturb my slumber for three turns? <laughs> awesome. Thank you for the voicemail, Crazy Cobra. Appreciate it. All right. So for this week's Pokepoll, we have with the addition of the Master Ball to Pokemon Go. What other types of Pokeballs would you like to see and how would they work? So So this is going to require a little bit of information about Pokemon outside of Go. Um, But there are all sorts of different kinds of Pokeballs in the main series games like Lure Balls, Dive Balls, Quick Balls, Love Balls, Friend Balls, all sorts of things. Net Balls, right? Like. So if you're not familiar, it's kind of fun to go see what could be potentially coming to the game now that we know that they're not adverse to adding different types, right? Um, and it'd be cool to see what people think or how how they think they'll work out in game two. There's a couple of low-hanging fruit, like, you know, quick balls. It's just the yeah. faster you throw it in the encounter, the better chance you have, like Yahoo. Um, but I think some of the other ones are more interesting. Like uh, if the net ball actually opened and changed the hitbox to like a net, that'd be cool, right? That was an idea I had. What do you think, Kyle? Um, I would love to see a uh, luxury ball. Yeah. I see. So here's the here's the difficult part about me for answering this question is a lot of the choices you make for a Pokeball 
in Pokemon usually happen after the fact. Like, yeah. Unless you're really thinking about it, you catch the Pokemon and then you think about what ball do I want to breed to have this Pokemon in? But something like a luxury ball giving you more friendship because you have the Pokemon in it, affecting how many buddy hearts it gets actually has a, a functional use in Go. The difficulty, of course, being I don't know if I want this Pokemon as my buddy. Right. Until after you've you've long after you've caught it, probably. Unless it's a legendary, maybe. Right. But I think something along those lines, something that does something more than just augments the catch rate. And there's a handful of those. There are. Yeah. Again, like there's there's low hanging fruit, but like some of them will just like straight up will not like um, translate well into go. Too. Yeah. Like a heel ball, maybe that'd be kind of fun to to. I mean, not, not that they're a, like difficult resource, but to heal a Pokemon whenever you leave combat. Oh, Yeah. Like you oh, just just make it that like it's not necessary, but it would be pretty cool to have. Or if they started adding this like the Safari Zone thing where you could opt to throw a rock at a Pokemon um, and then that or and it, it might run away or it might stay. And if it does stay, then something like a heel ball would be uh, better at, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of yeah. different things that they could do. Um, and there's a lot of really great Pokeball designs that we would probably all oh, love to so see. So good. They they're are all so good. Great. But yeah, uh, yeah, luxury ball is definitely my answer. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but if you, a dear listener, have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is with the addition of the Master Ball to Pokemon Go, what other types of Pokeballs would you like to see and how would they work? You can answer that question we posted on Twitter at GoCast Podcast. You can also send it to us via email to mail at GoCastPodcast.com. You can call and leave a voicemail with said answer, 262-586-7717. If you're a patron of ours in the Patreon-exclusive Discord, we have a channel dedicated to it. If you're listening via Spotify and on the mobile app, you can also answer that question when we post it in the Q&A for this episode. And lastly, but certainly not least, if you watch this on YouTube, yes, there is a video version of the show. Please check it out. Um, you can answer in the comments. Just leave whatever you think your answer would be. And uh, you might get on the show. Yep. All right, and we're going to actually skip over um, voicemails and emails uh, other than the ones that in response that we've already heard this week. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we weren't able to actually accept emails for a couple of days because the URL um, and domain like transferred over, and so I, I had to refresh after a couple of days. So if you tried to send us an email and you got a kickback, sorry about that. Please try again. It's all working now. No problem. We did get a couple of emails, but we will save them for next week. So, Kyle, um, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but we're, it's, there's no jingle this week. Do you want to do it just because? You want to say we, like it's not time for emails? It's, uh, Something. It's uh, no emails this week. Oh, man, that feels weird. <laughs> that feels weird, <laughs> but it feels better than not trying anything, I suppose. <laughs> okay, well. Um, we already plugged everything, but if you'd like to help support the show, you can via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast podcast. Uh, also visit our website for all things GoCast podcast at GoCastPodcast.com. Shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. Thank you so, so much to Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Marvin, Amimi, Sforces, and Ryan Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Motters, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Duchu, Camo, The Ugly Rock, and Jacob. Thank you so, so much for your generous support and helping us keep the digital lights on. You are the best. And that's just factual. That's, that's observable truth right there. 
And if you'd like to help support the show further, you can, of course, leave us a review. Uh, we got one new review this past week. It is a five-star review. It was left from the person who left the four-star review on our show for Lured Up last episode. Yeah. And this just says, oops, my bad. Thank you very much, Ben. We appreciate you writing another review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please feel free to leave a review as well. Uh, we'd love we'd love to hear it and hear from you and get your stamp of approval if you think we deserve it. Last thing for us to do, Mr. Kyle, is we already set our goals. Let's just reiterate them really quick because that's the format. This is what we do. It would be so strange if we didn't. Yep. Okay. So for me, I want 12 shiny Fennekin. 300,000 Stardusts and 500,000 experience. Pretty doable. Unless Maybe. you miss the day for some Maybe. reason. Yeah. Uh, for myself, 30 shiny Fennekin, 500,000 Stardusts, Larvesta, and 50 eggs in pursuit of said Larvesta. So <laughs> that's it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Make sure you go check out the Incense podcast. Again, we'll have links to everything in the show notes. Um, but please, please, please go give them a visit and a listen and a subscribe because their show is wonderful and they're great folks. But so are you. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Uh, and we'll see you next week for episode 237. We've got another guest next week, so it'll be exciting. Till then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.